Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. We are back with a pre-Christmas Christmas special. That's what we're going to call it. Sure. Christmas edition. I like that. It just that. so happens that we're doing it on Christmas Eve Eve. Well, listen, everyone's like, oh, when, when's the next podcast? I'm like, uh, when I get my fucking house in order <laughs> for also, Christmas. it's Christmas time and <laughs> schedules mean nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it was like, we tried to do it sooner. And then I ended up having to go to a mall to get my niece a Christmas present and because I forgot about her and don't judge me I have I have no. 13 in total nieces and nephews it's too many it's a f- crap load I love them all dearly cut some of them off I know I literally was like I'll, I told Lauren she can rent some out to people like if you don't have any cousins come see me I also this is my family when I was growing up I have like a hundred first cousins because my dad's family is huge it's insane so anyways I went to a mall it was a fatal mistake. It I, sounds terrible. It took a half hour, I'm not kidding you, to buy something with a gift card. Like, the store could not handle gift cards. It's White House Black Market. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing it over my podcast. I told you, you guys, you pissed me off. So, yeah, White House Black Market can't handle gift cards. It's too complicated for them. I've had, like, four different times using a gift card because that's the store my mother-in-law gets me Christmas presents too because I like it and it's like always effed up I don't know what the problem is but just <laughs> don't do gift cards because <laughs> I can't handle it anyways so yeah that's the story of why I did yeah. not do a podcast sooner Christmas is a bit of a pain in the butt let's just be honest well it just bit. doesn't happen unless I do just it like I, yeah. I think the moment where I like I had a new appreciation for my mother on a whole other level was when I had a child and I started doing holidays hosting. Yeah. I was like, and she had three and I was like, hosting shit. Yeah. Like we've had my husband's family, his parents here and we've had my parents here like a couple times and that's about as much hosting as we've ever done. I'm done. Yeah, I have my two sisters (laughs) and all their children. Mm. And then Nick's family is really big. He's got a brother and a sister, and they each have their seven grandchildren and eight. We've we've got a a fair amount of extended family, but this is the only time when I'm glad that they're so far away. Okay, but see, that's the deal. That's how I grew up, because I have a massive (laughs) amount of extended family, and my parents were like, screw you all we're staying home and like we didn't we, it was just the five of us no not even it's like they invite they would host and they have people over but we never got invited anywhere so they just my mom was like this is too much work like you have two or three of my dad's brothers and sisters and it's like 50 people my family was from the midwest and then my dad got a cushy job at ibm and they moved to california and they had me and so all their family was still back east mm. and we were in california and so it's like you, go. you got to have nice low-key warm five-person fa- family christmases yep perfect 
Yeah. Perfect. That was my, yeah, we were five family of five. It was five, really great. Five, yeah. I know. We had five. a really great tradition. <laughs> but, like, now it's, like, I – because they're my sisters and we're all really super close. So, yeah. we're, like, expanding. So, it's still See, fun. My, I'm not hosting this year. went back east. They're, like, mm. nah. Yeah, and I was no. like, I'll go east a little bit <laughs> to Nevada. My <laughs> sisters all live pretty close. In fact, that is something my my mother in law is super passive aggressive with my mother, and like anytime she sees her, she's like, "Oh, it's so nice that all your kids live close." Like uh, it's always like a little bit of yeah, shade. That sounds like something my mom would say. Yeah, that because my her, mom is her super salty. Yeah, her <laughs> son does not live close to her because of my mother's daughter, which would be me. So it's like always just a little bit. And my mom's like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. My mom just walks away. Yeah. Do you like have family that you won't mix together? We have family we won't mix together. Listen, I came. Okay. My family, my family, God bless them. And I'm going to, I'm going to break a little rule here and I'm just going to say it. My family is, is fairly liberal. No big yeah. surprise coming no. from California. Also, you're pretty liberal. So that makes <laughs> well, sense. You're not surprised, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> My husband grew up in Wyoming. Oh, that's like, they breed right-wingers in mm-hmm. Wyoming. Now... My husband, bless his little heart, he's a lovely little liberal, just like his wife, but his family isn't. Well, we knew we'd find a flaw with Kyle eventually. Ha ha ha! Stop it. I'm so But anyhow, no, I can't imagine, like, our family, my family and his family, like, I can deal with his family. Hanging out. As long as we don't discuss certain things, like, anymore, it's like anything, then it's fine. That's the same with me. I don't discuss religion or politics with my husband's parents. Yeah, you just you just just There's don't talk no, about it, just, and the peace is kept. It. But I know there's like people in my family, like my brother, would not not talk about it. They can't with, leave it alone. Like my husband's dad. No, he would. He would be like, just "Oh, here's poke, a sore nerve. Let's jump on Let's it. Let's poke you know? the bear." Yeah, because my yeah. family, that's what they like to do. They like to get in there with their elbows and oh, start a fight you know no. <laughs> pass it would, it would be it would be eat a sugar cookie and shut the fuck up that's my attitude yeah. just, it, it's, it's all be, about survival I've been, yeah some of my family christmases in the past even with just the five of us were just like oh yeah yeah <laughs> the worst christmas i ever had was the christmas i spent I, this is my this is in my daughter-in-law phase where I was like trying to get her approval so I I had everybody go back home to my husband's hometown for Christmas and so that meant that my other sister she went to her in-laws and my other sister went to her in-laws and so my parents were essentially alone and my mother's mother her birthday's Christmas day and she died on Christmas Eve so Christmas oh. is really not my mom's fave oh holiday God, and she I know so she called me she oh. said she was gonna be fine she said she's gonna be fine and no, I thought my other sister would like go see her <laughs> no she was not fine it was no. really really bad you guys she was hysterical and yeah. I just told my husband I can never like I can't depend on my sisters for this I'm can never leave her on Christmas no, ever never. again no so yeah we don't it's he's just no, my his family Christmas, after Christmas and my parents around the day and it works great. my worst christmas was the christmas after we lost our baby we had a stillborn oh, yeah. for those of you who don't know yeah and it was it was really awful that happened in late march of 2004 which i don't know if you noticed 2004 was an election year you had a real rough <laughs> couple it of was years 
It Callie was, and I just said, just a spoiler alert, Callie and I have horror pregnancy stories. Oh, we do. That we will yeah, never guys, tell you. We hear the worst of the worst. We can, we can fill your ears. But like, Anyhow, we're, like a, we're like a lifetime was, movie of pregnancy. Especially bad. You know, there was an yeah. election that year and it didn't go our way. No, and it did not go your way, did it? For whatever reason, we thought, well, we shouldn't spend Christmas alone this year. We'll go to Elko, Nevada, clear out in eastern Nevada in the boonies, which might as well be Wyoming, and spend it with my husband's family, who are mm. all very this feels smug like a Republicans. Very bad idea. <laughs> and, and it was just, it was the worst Christmas I've ever had in but my like, life. But like, be honest. I remember sitting there watching It's a Wonderful Life oh, and just geez. tears running oh. down my face. Don't watch that like, movie when you're freaking postpartum and oh, oh, your baby just died. But be was, honest. It was You didn't appreciate terrible. Bush enough, right? You'd, you'd take Bush Listen, over Trump any day. I didn't appreciate <laughs> anything enough. <laughs> I'm living in the dystopian. He wasn't so bad, right was he? Nope. He wasn't so bad. <laughs> Sure. I, I long for the days of medium rare evil. <laughs> Where are our middle of the road people? God. I miss them. <laughs> Anyhow. So yeah. No, I've had a bad Christmas and I'll tell you what, my first Christmas married where I spent it away from my family was also really hard. Because oh, yeah, that's always hard. Suddenly you'd never really appreciate your own family's No, you don't until you don't have them anymore. And nobody else cares except you. And you're like, yep. you have to do totally somebody agree. else's tradition. And you're like, this is you're like, wrong. That's not what my family... <laughs> Can I tell you how hilarious my husband is? Tell so me. on this whole plan of having his family Christmas <laughs> back home, he calls his mother. See, a lot of the stuff with his mother is he causes it because he thinks he's helping me. But he's really just like feeding me to the wolves. And... <laughs> She calls me and she's like, really? Oh, uh, like, no. she gets in the moment and I can tell she's really pissed. And I'm like, but like, she'll never tell me she's mad at me because, you know, she she's like the master of passive aggressive. And oh, so yeah. she's like, so Nick was telling me that we need to do Christmas your family's way. So I was just calling to see what that is. And I was Mom like, done that too. I was <laughs> done that too. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's he has, okay. So I covered up the phone. I was like, why is she asking me? How my family does no. Christmas. And he's like, because I told her, you know, <laughs> we're going to do oh, it your yeah. family's way. Because I thought oh, that that yeah. would make you happy. I'm like, are you trying to have her murder me in my sleep? Because that's what's going to happen. It was bad. I was like, no, he misspoke. We can do Christmas your family's way. Well, and no, like, every oh, okay. single time, like after that first year, that first year was rough. And it was, there was no way it was not going to be rough. Yeah, it Like I knew sucks. it was going to be rough. It was rough. And afterwards I was like, yep, that was about yeah. as rough as I expected, you know? And so every time we'd spend Christmas with them from that, then on, apparently my husband had spoken to his mom about it. Mm. And so every single time from then on, well, we won't open gifts until Christmas morning because... I know that's how you do it. Oh, I love it. Oh, that is totally you. how my mother Every my mother single time. She is really great. I was telling, I was like making, anytime she's like, I try to make any of like my husband's favorites. She's one of the ones that like has like, you can't decipher her recipes because she writes them all in these really weird ways. And then she'll just leave out ingredients to fuck you over. <laughs> I love it. I so, love like, it. Yeah, I always have to have my husband help me and try to like decipher what she means by things like if I ask her she'll tell me but it's it's really funny because I'm just like 
it, like like she, I can't even describe to you like she she'll she'll write syrup but like you, do you don't know is that maple syrup is it caro syrup <laughs> like what the fuck is it no and no is you have to text her so like, anytime I make anything I'm always like oh God. can you no, translate it's like a you. Nancy Drew recipe I'm like no thanks <laughs> all right we should probably talk about actual oh yeah arrow shit yeah now I mentioned the last podcast that I wanted I would wanted to really kind of go off I know Kelly's been ready to go off on Oliver for a while now well it's it's not that I want to go off on Oliver but a little bit you do well no I it's more no it's more the (laughs) Oliver fans because like listen Oliver knows okay Oliver knows what the score is I feel sometimes the Oliver fans don't have as clear a vision of that score you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they sit there and they get very, very, very protective of Oliver, which is understandable. That's what we do when we're fans of a character. We get very protective of them. We become their little mother hens. And mm-hmm. Nobody can speak bad about them. It's mm-hmm. like, look at how everybody reacted during the crossover. The Flash and Supergirl were bad-mouthing Oliver. And us, who trash talk Oliver all the time, we're like, yeah. hey. It's like that great scene <laughs> from Outlander. When the when the the Scottish guys like beat the shit out of another like clan because they were insulting Claire and called her a whore and Murtaugh's right. like, you know, we <laughs> can insult you, but heaven help any other man who does. I was like, oh my god, that is so fucking true. It's so true. It's so, so true. It's true. But here's the thing: hmm. a lot of times I see people. Oh, they'll, 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 it's not that they don't like Felicity, but they will sometimes judge harshly. The choices that Felicity has made. Well, see, now you have to be honest, too, because you're very protective of Felicity. Like, you're way protective. more protective of Felicity than you thing. are, Oliver. There are times, like, where Felicity will say something, and I will literally, like, while I'm watching it, I will, like, wince, and I'll be like, ooh, baby girl. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that you can't. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm an Oliver fan, but I can recognize his faults. Right. And you're and a Felicity like fan, I'm but you same. can recognize her faults. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But That's what, what I'm Cal saying and I make a good is, team. like, we people have would would um well we saw the uh, a little bit less that people got mad at felicity for walking out of on oliver in 415 but well i've had someone like yeah they want to talk about i've had other people want want us to talk about 520 too because i feel like and 520 people were like and then (laughs) and then people who felt really really bad for oliver in 307 when he saw her kissing. Oh, yeah. Daddy. I didn't feel sorry so for him at all. I just kind of wanted to no. like go through the list of the times that all the times Felicity has given Oliver a chance. And she just he she constantly gives him a chance. And you, Their entire relationship is built on giving Oliver second chances because Oliver screws up. That's the character. There would be no like, show. Yeah, exactly. That's, if Oliver that's did screw up. What's unnerving right now is we are moving beyond Oliver screwing up. Everyone else around him is screwing up and he's like the I steadfast know. one. That's it's what's really kind of freaking me out. It's like also a, unnerving. Yeah. It's like very <laughs> uncomfortable for me. I'm like, I know my son but has I'm grown, but also it's scary, scary that he's grown. Yeah. <laughs> Hold me. I don't want um, to do it. I'm scared. But I just no, wanted to yeah. kind of like go through from the beginning all the times that Felicity has given this boy a chance. Well, I mean, we can just take it off of season one. I mean. Oh, yeah. It she, I mean, he lied to her one. like, what, eight times before he finally fessed up. Well, even, even if truth. you took it from when she joined the team. 
you know, the yep. next episode, he sits there and he tries to intimidate her with his size. Oh, yeah, you're not the only one who knows how to reboot my sister. Like, like Oliver's really going to hit a woman. Like, give me a yeah, break. And, and she's like, takes off. And yep. she's mad. And he's kind of surprised because he's like, holy shit, you know. Oh, she's not falling <laughs> she, over me. She called me on it. Yeah. Holy God. You yeah. know, and so she gave him another chance after that. You know, like, hey, okay, fine. Are we doing a tally? We can do a tally. I'm going to tally. But <laughs> one. So there was that. and that, But that was fairly minor. Like in season one, they didn't really cross the streams too much. They kept business to business. And, and that was one of the most the, annoying the, parts of one. The platonic was just kind of, it was very, no strings attached. You know, like there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of score to settle. But here's the thing. Things changed a lot in season two. And the vibe between them changed a lot in season two. And you have to admit that Oliver made things a little bit confusing for poor Felicity. Because... Well, it was just kind of like he had one foot in and one foot out for a really right. long time. And he was, he'd look at her and stare at her and save her from the count and all this stuff... But then he'd keep her at arm's length. But well, then he'd Felicity go screw like, Isabel in a freaking yeah, yeah. hotel and then Sarah in the cave, in the arrow cave. It's like, okay. So her, her whole thing was like, okay, you know, I, I, I'm not going to take this too personally because we don't have any sort of defined relationship in that regard. So it's well. I mean, I think she did take it pretty personally. I mean, I think she was deeply the well, most... I. She was yeah. incredibly hurt after Russia. She was really, she you know, I think Felicity, obviously Felicity's been in love with Oliver from the beginning. I think that she had sort of um, convinced herself that he's basically celibate and because of the life, you know what I mean? Like he's not going right. to have sex with anybody and he's just off the market yeah, right. because he's the arrow. <laughs> so then when he screws Isabel, he's like, well, why can, why can you sleep with her and you can't sleep with me? And he, his answer is basically like, because I don't give a shit about Isabel. And I, you know, want to make babies with you. So that can't happen. So, <laughs> so she's yeah, like, okay. He, she gave him a chance there. She's like, okay. Well, she, what it's really great is that he really, he really hurt her. And honestly, what she tells him is, you know, Oliver's saying to her, because Isabel is the kind of relationship that I deserve, essentially. He's she's, she's like, saying no, empty, just one night stand, just in it for physical stuff. And she's like, no, you deserve something more than that. Right. And I think that's really the first person who's ever told Oliver that you deserve something she good. is. Because yeah. it, it's like everybody t told him he's a loser and he's, you know. <laughs> so I think that, it but really yeah, was. that's her giving him another chance. I mean, it she's being incredibly kind to him. the first time he had anybody that ever said, you know, hey, you should, you know, not sell yourself short. Yeah, and I, I don't even know. I don't really even want to say, like, the whole Sarah situation was, like, giving him a chance. Like, he had to, you no. know, they weren't together. He didn't she really under, owe I Felicity anything. I feel like anything. she understood that. She understood. Yeah, I think When I she think gave that's... him a, a chance, actually, was came before Sarah. And let's talk a little bit about 210, where... Oh, Barry. 
Yeah. <laughs> he was still nursing some some upset feelings over Felicity He's daring so to leave so the jelly. city. I know. He's like, she, how dare she look at Like, that's the hilarious part of Oliver in season two. He's like, I can fuck whoever I want, but she's got to be celibate. Like, he's like, he puts her in this little nun convent well, and, and he's he like, nope, never, nope, I, you will, you will sit there never and you will wait until I determine whether or not I'm going to be with you. And she's right. like, screw that. But he was, he was negative amount self-aware about it like he had no idea that that's what he was doing if Diggle oh said, yeah he was completely clueless that was what told, yeah sat him down and told him you're doing this Oliver would have been like no I'm not no. I think <laughs> like, Diggle oh Diggle did he was like I think you you know I think he what did he say he was like you know he says you didn't have a problem with her performance uh, before yeah before Barry Allen showed up and Oliver's like he's, yeah. he's like yeah. is true <laughs> he just had this face like fuck you Diggle <laughs> yes that's true but I ain't gonna say it's true but so Oh, yeah so he comes and he yells at her for the whole stupid you almost ran me into a bus thing and felicity's like i think the fuck not and don't you like he, how oliver's always like excuse me when someone oh, like I burns them it's like he doesn't know what else to oh, say God, so he says beautiful. excuse me it's like but no, it was the i won't excuse, excuse you <laughs> It was the best. I love that moment so much. Best you don't even of know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I will. As soon as you get your head out of your ass. Love he her. apologizes to her at the end. And Felicity like has this moment where she's like, okay, do I accept this apology and let it go? Or do I continue to hold it against him? And then you can kind of almost just see her shoulders relax. And she's like, okay. Thank you. Well, what I love about what she does is she actually very subtly... Um, asked about a potential relationship with him because she says, very, "Do very I have subtle. a shot?" It's very subtle. Do I have a shot? And we all the, gasp, and you're all said, like, "Do I have a shot?" Yeah, do I have a shot? We're like, oh! <laughs> and, and then she finishes with employee of the month, and then Oliver comes back with, "You know, you're my partner," and I think that actually meant more to Felicity in that moment that he right. recognized her as a partner. Than because anything she's romantic. Still, she's still ho- taking the bank the whole well, time with anybody Felicity's, I really care Yeah, about. Felicity's... Uh, the r- kind of relationship Felicity wants is one of quality. We're, we're on the right. same team. She um, didn't want to ever be sidelined in any aspect. No, she's really not that damsel life. in a glass, no. you know shelf kind of situation she's like Which i want to be- get to when yeah. i start ranting about season three, I know, <laughs> season three. <laughs> because okay so season two like okay so he got with sarah and it kind of it hurt her a little bit but it was one of those things that i, feel I mean i like think she, she wants to really she, hold that against well but here's the thing much. she's in love with oliver you know but felicity is a very um good person so she's in love with oliver um i think she suspects that Oliver knows she's in love with him um I don't think that's something that Felicity was really keeping close to the vest in season one and season two but also she wants him to be happy because she's in love with him so if Sarah makes him happy um then she wants that well she recognizes that he deserves to have something good in his life right well she wants him to have a better to think that his whole life has just been horror. Well, you don't want to see the horror. person you're in love with yeah. in pain and lonely, you know, and maybe Oliver won't be with her, but, may, you know, Sarah was a like, good person. There was nothing. Look at her face you know, when Oliver said, you know, there were five years with no good stories. Right. No She's just heartbroken happy stories. for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't like that. So if Sarah makes him happy for now, then fine. You know, so right. he didn't really, 
that wasn't spending a chance when he got with Sarah. For, no, for I don't. I that, he was totally free to do whatever the hell he wanted. Yeah, and, she. Yeah. I think she was. She was fine. Now, the chance came at the end of the season. So oh, yeah, you had with the, the whole, ruse. You had the whole ruse, and Felicity realizing that it was a ruse. And then well, but okay. So there can we talk the about that for a second? Because Mark Guggenheim said that she was in on it. Like she, yeah. Like what um, the fuck? I, I think it's so confused. So like, did she know going think. in? Here's what I think. I think that she was in on it, but she wasn't expecting it to play out as real. Get as and heavy as it did. Here's here's where I have a problem with them cutting the kiss. Generally, I'm fine with the kiss having been cut uh, because I really like the 301 kiss. Yeah. But her knowing versus her reaction to how it actually went down plays a lot better if there was a kiss that she was yes it does because when he slips her the that was always my hangout when he slips her the syringe she looks surprised and she's like like she's realizing what oliver and when you watch the kiss and you realize the kiss came right she's not surprised because of the syringe she's surprised surprised because of the kiss Correct. Right. Okay. All right. Good. So at least we're that's kind of my, my yeah. Theory. I agree. I, think I she agree. Knew. That it changes so it. Mm-hmm. I changed my head cannon a little bit just to work with the fact that the kiss was cut, and I'm like, I think she was expecting him to say he took the wrong woman. I don't think she was expecting him to say I love you. Yeah, and that's in as it plays, that can work. That can be. It still it still plays better to me that it plays better if she didn't know. I don't like that Mark said oh, that I she agree. knew because I'm just like okay, well that is really not how it, it came doesn't off. really it doesn't really work. and it doesn't have the same impact emotionally. I think Mark Oliver's telling Felicity everything she's waited for him to say to her. I think and then, Mark was nervous of people yelling about Felicity's agency, so he just said that. Yeah, he's about. super protective of her. I know people don't believe this, but he's like, <laughs> like he a lot of sometimes the mistakes that they make too. I think is out of this deference for trying yeah. to like, like, like the gun episode. Yeah. Like, that was all about, we don't want people hating on Felicity for taking a stance. But people were like, well, we want to hear Felicity's perspective. You know, like, he's like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, if she said this, then these people will hate her. And then if she says this, then these people will hate they her. So we're just going to have her say nothing. Wanna, yeah, yeah. They didn't want to hang around. Like, okay, there. then don't do the gun episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my attitude. If you're this concerned about right. it, if you're this right. worried about people hating yeah. on characters, don't do one. Right. You either got the ball, you're either either in or you're out. So if you're going to do it, then... So as Felicity's standing there on the beach in Lianyu, she's giving Oliver another chance. She's saying, listen, I understand that we had to do this ruse and this was was the, the right choice to make. And she's like, I also understand that you probably have some feelings for me. But you don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah, and he just smiles at her like a golden retriever puppy. He's like, you're not ready to deal with that now. So she's like, so I'm giving you another chance. I'm going to take this at your speed. Whatever you need. Well, I like that she's buddy. like, it's so unthinkable. Because she's she's prodding Oliver. She's giving him oh, all yeah, these opportunities him. for him but to be like, to interject. And be like, it's not that unthinkable. But he does she it. He just smiles at her. She let him off the hook there. Yeah, she, really she didn't did. press it. She didn't push it. And she she pushes she it a little bit, but when Oliver is not, 
he's not there are no words like he's not saying anything so she's like okay never mind you're just like let's go home but she she gave him a chance she's like okay we'll do this at, at his speed whatever it's whatever and so they had whatever summer of unbearable sexual tension that they had. Can you imagine how hot oh that summer God. was? Ugh. Well, look at Roy and Diggs' reaction to I them know. in 301. Like, they you know like, that's oh, been happening all again. summer long. Yeah. They were not surprised. <laughs> that was not shock. <laughs> that was like, they're like, yeah, they're, they we should go leave. Again, we should let them flirting. have the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our parents yeah. are getting in a date. It's totally going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So... Another chance was given and squandered a bit in 301. Like, she's like, okay, we'll go on a date. This sounds great. But then he's like, ah, freak out. Well, again, it's out. the dangling maybes problem. That's what he and does. And it was the dangling maybes. He's and always like, he one foot in, one more foot out. With the kiss. And it was like. Yeah, that's what's so heartbreaking about the kiss. And I, that's why she walks from him. Because and she's telling him. Happened. She's telling him to tell what he needs to say to her. So she can be done being in love with him. Like she's like, okay, this and is never going to happen. And he doesn't want that to happen. No, it, yeah. it, it's a fairly selfish reaction. She's just like, stop dangling mamies. Oh, this is really painful for selfish. me. Hoping, the hope is painful because I can't move on because I'm constantly hoping that you're going to become available to me, and I can't live my life like that. And she can't. Nobody can live their life like that. That just gets to be. So here's what happened with that. Is that she decided, she's like, listen, okay, I'm not going to sit around here waiting for you. She tells him as much in 302. But what she's doing is she's still not moving forward. With oh, I know. Life. That's what's so, that's what's so great about three is she's like, I'm not going to wait around. You know, when he kisses her, of course she wanted him to kiss her. But he, she's also like, again, this is another dangling maybe. And he says, yeah. I, I can't say, don't ask me to say I don't love you. So again, this is Oliver. A, he's not manning up and actually saying, I love you. He's doing it in a roundabout way. It was hot, but still not what she wanted him to say. And then she's like, I'm walking from you. But really, yeah, you're right. From that 301 to 307, the beginning of 307, she's like, she's like waiting still. Like maybe he's going to change his mind. Well, she wasn't entirely waiting because in 304, she went to go see Barry. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Barry. Barry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so she's like, she's trying. But also she realizes that Barry is not Oliver. Barry realizes that she's not Iris. So that's the, the recognition that she and Barry come to is that she's like, okay, listen, I get. The Oliver's it for me. So I'll go back to Star City and see how this shakes out with Oliver. But she's uh, she's okay with going back to the back burner. Now what happens is Ray asks her to dinner in 307. Now remember in 305, Oliver is all like, oh, you know how I feel about her, that girl that you are and felicity's like i'm not interested in hearing that until you can no, come it's just, with again he's more dangly maybe more that's all oliver does it's pretty it's, much the same story throughout season three it's a constant right. oliver dangly maybes and felicity walking i mean we can name off 10 examples i'm sure we don't have but to in the but whole. in 307 you know ray asks her dinner and sure it's a work function but she she knows he's given her couture to wear you know she knows what's what's going on here and so she tells Oliver, she's like, listen, I need the night off because I'm going to dinner with Ray. Do you have a problem with that? She's like, and is that, that okay? And she's basically that's saying, a chance. yeah, she's given him a chance. She's like, listen, this is, 
speak now or forever hold your peace. Well, she gives him two. Basically. Because she does that, and then later after dinner when he's on, um, he shoots her down twice because he says, do whatever you want. And then when she's on the comms and he's talking right. to crazy Cupid and lady, he's like, he's like I, I have to be alone. Be. Right. She's like, you know, so, I mean, Oliver so essentially. She gave him two chances in that episode. Two chances. Well, I mean, he rejected her in 301. He rejected her again in 302. She was hoping that Sarah's death would trigger something with him, and it didn't. Um, so, reject her in 301, reject her in 302, and then he rejects her twice in 307. And people get upset that Felicity starts dating Ray Palmer. It's like, well, how many different well, times does he have to say? Well, I know. And then we him. still, She's well, like, yeah. And then that time when she actually slept with him was after Oliver came back from the dead, essentially. And he's still yeah, not interested <laughs> at all in, you know, having a relationship with her. Well, I know. But Here's if we go thing. through every little one, it's, Do I think we this is all countless. Wish it's going to take eight hours. In 307, do we all wish that Oliver had gotten to Palmer Tech before Ray and Felicity did their thing, kissed? You know, do we do we all wish that that had happened? Sure, I guess maybe. But here's the thing. As much as it was heart wrenching to see Oliver witnessing them kissing, it was like you had a hard time feeling really too bad for. Well, apparently some people did. I did. I, I didn't realize that there was even people who were like mad at Felicity about that whole situation because it was so clearly Oliver he's squandering his chance and squandering his chances yeah which is what he does he does it the whole season it's just one it's one chance after another what happens is is like Felicity and Ray do not get together at that point and so Felicity's still kind of sitting there hanging on the line for Oliver. We have the flash, the flash crossover, and they flirt over coffee in Central City. And Felicity's probably thinking, hey, you know, maybe Oliver's ready to do something. And then you have 309, and he tells her, I love you. That's one of the, the two truths of my life, is I love you. And then he goes away. And Felicity's like, oh, my God, there it is. That's what I've been waiting for. It's for him to say it without any qualifiers, mm. without any taking I don't, it back. I, know, I remember people being any really upset that she didn't say it back. See, I don't, I don't think no, that no. that's how she wanted no. it. I don't agree that it that's, wasn't that's how she not when. It, but I think she felt like, as far as it was concerned with Oliver, like, she obviously her preference would have been for him to say I love you and then to stay there with her but no, I don't even think it was that I think that when Oliver uh, the reason why she didn't say it back is when Oliver said I love you she recognized that he's doing kind of a bucket list thing making sure we get things checked yeah, off before probably. I die if I die and that I love you was not a but um, well, just a minute. He's his that I love you is not Oliver saying I'm going to love you the way you want me to love you and be in a relationship, and then I'm also going to allow you to love me in return. He's just saying it so she knows, and that's why she doesn't right. say it back because this is still he's given her something, but it's still not what she wants because he's, he's not. So I think I was always very happy that Felicity didn't say it back because I don't. No, no, I was too. It wasn't what right she's time. waiting for, what she's really waiting for, and that's why 320 is so great, is she's waiting for Oliver to allow, to open up and allow her to love him. A lot of with this Oliver is just 
shutting Felicity down and not letting her be that person for him and just this constant I don't deserve this relationship I don't deserve you it's just this is constant shoving away and it's not even yeah he's just he's not he's not open to the love that she wants to share with him he's very they're on different planes I think what he said to her in 309 did give her some hope because when he came back in 312 he very accurately said you hoped that you know she says i hoped when you came back that things would be yes different. i agree that well and i think i mean she explains it really well she's like you know yeah. that almost dying was going to finally trigger the will for you to want to live and he's like okay well that didn't happen <laughs> <So> <laughs> she's like Okay, well, she really has a hard time. She's like, I don't know what's going to what's gonna trigger it with you. So it's another situation where I have a hard time feeling terribly sorry for him in that situation. Yeah, I guess I'm like really shocked that anyone does feel sorry. I mean, and I'm saying this as a big Oliver fan, that anyone feels sorry for Oliver in terms of his relationship with Felicity, because I would say 95% of their problems he's caused. And she's right. reacting to him. You know, that's certainly like the true in season four i think where people really get caught up is i actually think that i feel like there's more people who get mad at felicity for giving him chances i've not seen that but like that that he that never apologizes oliver no, never apologizes the, the way people want him had. to yeah well no it's not always the problem that i've always had but yeah no i've Okay, I'm coming up on it here. <laughs> okay, so she gives him another chance. Like, he had no chances from 312. You know, she got with Ray and it was whatever. But then she gives him another chance in 320. But she knows that there's no really... Well, there's nothing what I like, really Oliver can do there. You know, Well, what I like about 320, the reason why she tells him... Equal. Well, yeah, the reason why she says I love you then, um, it's a little bit of a return on 309 where he had to say it to check off the bucket list just in case, you know, she's realizing this could be her last chance to tell Oliver. I recognize that. But she's also telling him because Oliver throughout the episode has allowed Felicity to love him. He hasn't pushed away her help. You know, the airplane scene, I know Steve was always like, oh, the airplane scene, the airplane scene. What was big about the airplane scene is Felicity's very much a caretaker. She's giving him a blanket. She's being a a comfort to Oliver. And he's allowing um, a lot of vulnerability and pain come to the surface in telling that story. And that's really Oliver. he's telling her things that he's not telling anyone else. Right. It's like there's an intimacy there. And it's Oliver opening up his heart in a way that... um, Because, yeah, Oliver clearly is crazy gaga for Felicity, but there's a big difference between Oliver being in love with Felicity and Oliver allowing Felicity to love him. There's a big difference. So I think that's where the shift came, that he was actually, throughout the entire episode, very much open to a relationship with her that is, you know, very clearly wants that with her. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just, again, circumstances. So she chooses that moment because, you know... It's a good moment. Well, and it was, you know, it was, uh, it was a much more, um, yeah, it's an open, an open declaration in the way that 309 and 301 weren't. That's why so I like Arrow. A, if you only watch essence, like four episodes, you watch the premiere, the mid-season. 
<laughs> the 320, you know, the 20th episode and the finale, you pretty much get a good overview of the season. Um, so I, but I feel like 320 was a chance was given. And what happened after 320 was, you know, Oliver doing the Elsa him thing. What happened after 320 was he kind of kept her then again out of the loop. His plan to take down Roz, the whole marryingness of thing. You know, yeah, I, I guess I kind of disagree a little bit. I don't think 320. Plane, yeah, it was Felicity Gimmel. You know, I guess, I don't know. I, in terms it of was ge- less of a chance and it was more of a like, now we're finally. It's like a mutual here. recognition of, right. yes, we want the same things. But at the same time, it was it felt like the next two episodes, two to three episodes, was Oliver taking back. The well, I think that's what Felicity made. felt was happening, that he was. Yeah. But I mean, and, and I will say in Oliver's defense, they all thought he was brainwashed. So it's not like he's doing this because, you know, she thought he's going to go be part of the League of Assassins, but he's still going to be Oliver. Right. And that's they what the know. horror is, but that she's like, okay, well, now I he's like this the, robot. Here's why I get to the chance, because what he did with the League was was pretty much pretty terrible, both to her and to Diggle. Oh, yeah. And he's li- he's lying to them the whole time, which I agree. I thought that was unnecessary. And 323, like, she gives him another chance without a big one. very much a couple of any, if any, apology or anything. She just is like, okay, well, you, you know, don't do it again. You know? <laughs> and it's like, okay, but he's going to mm-hmm. do it again, you know? And they drive off into the sunset and I will admit that something like as much as I enjoyed where season three left off, it left me a little uneasy because I was like, okay, but at the same time, well, they're not dealing with they they weren't dealing with any of their problems. Yeah. Which, you know, the fight, the fight that they were in and that's, this all plays into 520 because I know a lot of people are angry about how 520 maybe played out and, things Felicity said to Oliver in the hospital are not happy that she said those things. But the issue that Oliver and Felicity have always had, and from, from Felicity's perspective, is one of trust, that Oliver doesn't include her in things and tell her things because he doesn't trust her, okay? And Oliver really never offers, you know, he's always, he's got, always got another, another explanation, uh, another reason. He always has a reason to lie. I had to give you guys right. immunity. Exactly. It's like it's like just I this never-ending. Well, sure, he has yeah. all these reasons to lie, and she's really not. She's not asking what his reasons are. She's wondering why do you lie? What's the why? And that was always a question Oliver didn't want to answer. So I agree with you. I think um, in terms of the William situation, and I know everyone was furious with Oliver over that. I do think it was kind of a pussy way of backing him into this situation in which the writers wanted Oliver to lie to Felicity, but they also didn't want him at fault. It was this bizarre... They really kind of... And it, this is the problem. Whenever a writer tries to, like... They wanted to give him an out. Punch, right. They wanted to pull the punch on it. And right. it was like... Meh. But at the same time, you made it weak. You made the whole exactly. thing... Exactly. So the problem that was really... Okay, so... Samantha forces Oliver into this ultimatum. He clearly wants to tell Felicity about William and include him in his life. But, you know, he's 
He's under. Samantha's ultimatum was just bullshit. It was like ridiculous. It was absolutely insane. To sue her for custody. Right. She won't let him see right. her. It's literally, son. there's nothing about the ultimatum and the situation that makes any sense, either leg- legally or practically. Like, it just, it just doesn't. It's just, it's just the stupidest thing. So. It's stupid that they expected us. And it was, to like, just go along you know, Merlin it. knew, Thea knew, everybody knew about Felicity and that was okay, but nope, not Felicity. It was just, there were so many um plot contrivances and holes to make this thing try to work and it was just it was a disaster zone it's clear it was just clear they're doing this because they're gonna break all of her character right they're gonna break all of her felicity up because they knew the show was gonna go longer than five years at that point and they need to slow it down where i've always disagreed with mark and wendy on that is no you didn't need to slow it down we could have had a couple seasons extra of them being married it wouldn't have been the end of the world this constant we need to like break up the couple to create drama on a tv show is just bullshit um it is so my issue with felicity was oliver of all the lying he's done he had a legitimately good reason to do this he was worried he was not gonna see his son and you know we can argue all of the ridiculousness around it but they're still putting oliver in this box that he either tells felicity or he never gets to see his son again and felicity of course is not going to you know blame oliver in a sense that he wants to have a relationship with his son but what felicity is really felicity's throwing down over the totality of oliver's lies it's not about william she thought they were past this point where he would keep things from her she thought all the walls were down and there was nothing that he wasn't telling her and they were in this united partnership and that's how she viewed their marriage was going to be so it was like pulling the rug out from under her that there was something he was keeping from her and I've always looked at it as like a delayed, delayed anger. Like the things Felicity's really mad at Oliver about are what she should have been throwing down about after the season three. Back in season three, yeah. Right. She should have been throwing down and being like, "No, this is bullshit." After he like pretended to kill her, you know what I mean? Like that makes more sense in the story at that point than throwing down over William. Yes, I realize William is a big secret and Felicity had a right to know. I'm just saying in terms of Oliver's reasoning to do things, like she's throwing down over the the totality of his lies and why does he lie? I never understood why people, and I saw this from fans as well as haters, were so quick to believe that Felicity's problem was with William himself. Like... That was never the issue for Felicity. Right. So Felicity's issue is why do you lie? To, why do you keep things from me? And he clearly has an, a, a very good explanation. This is why this this storyline was kind of like trying. I felt trying to cast Felicity in this unfair light because, you know, he tells her I couldn't tell you because Samantha made me. And then we have Samantha saying I told him he couldn't tell you or else he wouldn't see William. And then we just have Felicity like, nope, I'm out. I'm done. And her speech to him. And that's why it looked like she was. It was about William. And her speech yeah. to him is like this, this desire Oliver has to return to the island and, you know, do things on his own. She's talking about the totality of their relationship from season one. Right. And she's saying, you're not this ready for this. Up. You're not the person I thought you were. This is not because you could even consider keeping this from me. Like you can, you can rationalize that in your brain. And yes. It's a I rational can't be reason. To somebody who will keep who these can continually rationalize lying exactly, which is what and she wants who to will know keep himself on an island away from me. right. And she's like, "Why do you do that? that?" That's the answer she wants. A question she wants answered, and 
he's not interested in answering that question because he knows he's going to have to dig pretty deep. So that's why I like 520 because he does finally. And I got to be honest with you, like that's another season of giving Oliver extra chances. And I think people don't give Felicity enough credit in season five for how many chances she was giving him, particularly since... You know, we see in flashbacks, she told him exactly what he needed to do to fix it after they, after they hooked right. up. She's like, sex isn't going to fix it. So this is what she needed to do. And he didn't do it. And I know everyone, I got, everyone was furious about 505. Yeah, you can't feel bad with 505. No. Because Oliver knew what he needed to do, what he needed to say to her right there. Yes, exactly. Like and when and you when you in retrospect in five oh five and it's like I actually feel really bad for Felicity. She's not mm-hmm. telling him she has a boyfriend. She's got a boyfriend just to like I don't know. It, to me it just keep felt her like away from Yeah, to keep her away from yeah. Oliver. Because of what happened in five twenty. If she's around mm-hmm. him, if they're just the two of them, she's gonna you know, she's in love with him. She's gonna screw him. She's gonna you know, it's and then they're just gonna go back to the way they were and he's not gonna have answered the question. So this kind of I have a boyfriend and can't be with you worked for her in that sense um but yeah like you said if you once you watch 520 <laughs> once you watch 520 and you see rewatch the season 505 you're like oh my god he is the dumbest pine tree i mean he jumps onto the balcony it's very romantic you can see felicity's kind of like well she's kind of waiting for hopeful. him to say what she's been right she's like oh this is it he's gonna say it and then he's all i hear you got a boyfriend and she's like, oh, for God's sakes. Well, and that's and what he's here to talk about. It's kind of like a replay of 307, where she's like waiting for him to say, yeah, right. I got a problem with it. And yeah. he's like, no, it's great. Go ahead. It's fine. Go at. And to me, that's Felicity realizing he's never going to do what I asked. He's never going to answer this question for me. He's never going to yeah. dig deep in himself. I'm not, not going to do another season why three he does where this. I wait for him for. Yeah, she was like, I'm done. And she was right. Oliver did not admit this to himself and what was going on with him until after Chase tortured him for days. Like, (laughs) literally tortured him. (laughs) And then Oliver's like, okay, here's the deal, you know? And a lot of the reasons why she, you know, she tells him, I understand the reason why you did it. Uh, I get that fans are angry with Oliver about lying to Felicity about William, but I think what's frustrating is they put the, they put these expectations on the char- character um, without removing, without keeping the confines of the storyline intact. Okay, like. They just say, just well, Oliver could have taken, well, yeah, it's like <laughs> Oliver could have taken her to court. Oliver could have done this, this and this. Okay, that's all true. But those were not availed to the character in the story. You have to work with what the show is telling you. I agree that those are all reasonable conclusions. It was annoying that the show didn't and it's, even It's ridiculous the show that. could not recognize any of that. But you can't introduce options that the show's not introducing. And then blame the character for that you know what i mean it's like the whole 
reason this was created was to break Oliver and Felicity up, and it was a very rigid box we were working in, okay? So Oliver is not telling so Felicity because Samantha made him. If she say, if he says anything, he's going to lose custody of his kid, and or he's not going to see his kid. And I agree, they did a shit show job of it because he changed his reasons for lying to Felicity every few episodes. It was like, can we just <laughs> pick a theme here? So my thing about that is Oliver wanted to see his son and he would not be the man Felicity loves if he abandoned his child now that he's aware of his existence okay so what Felicity is saying to him and this is really important after he does it after he does the the sewer talk confession which he says by the way I think I'm a serial killer (laughs) I killed my dad and I think I like to kill people so that's kind of that the was, issue. That with was me. super special. Yeah. And <laughs> well, and like everyone gets really like, well, how can Oliver possibly think he's a serial killer or that he's a murderer and that he enjoys killing? And I, I said, you know, he didn't have far, he didn't have a f- very far place to jump from, from that. And I think people don't really get, I think sometimes we downplay how traumatizing the island was for Oliver. And, but I think, what was really traumatizing for Oliver and what's the, the, the start of his journey is in the boat with Robert Queen. And Oliver had already been the most traumatized. It was the most traumatic thing that happened to him, you know, throughout the five years, I feel, was his father killing himself in front of him. And that's pretty awful. I don't think that's, that's pretty difficult to top. So I think that Oliver deals with extreme guilt and he, um, It's a real easy jump. I mean, if he hadn't gone on the boat, his dad wouldn't have had to kill himself, so Oliver wouldn't be able to survive. So therefore, Robert Queen would have made it to the island, and then they would eventually would have found him, and Oliver would still have his dad. And and Sarah would still be alive. So Oliver is essentially the Oliver we meet in the pilot, and who he who he really is at his core is a person who believes he killed his father, and he has said this multiple times that he blames himself for um, Robert's death. So it's not a big jump to be like, well, of course I like killing. I killed my own dad. It's, it's just, it's really not a hard jump for him to make that. So that made right. sense to him. And that, when he came to that conclusion, he's like, oh yeah, that's it. That's the darkness. I'm a serial killer. That makes killer. perfect sense. Makes absolute <laughs> sense. And you're like, and everyone else is like, okay, that makes no sense. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> and no that was Felicity's reaction. Here. She's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, no, but see, those two things connect. They're absolutely the same thing. She's like, well, they're absolutely not the same thing. And it's like, see, this is why he needs you. He can't sort this out by himself. <laughs> Help him, Felicity. Not even close. Not even close. He's a total mess. She's like, okay, sort out while you lie. And he comes back, well, I am a serial killer. I like to kill people. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> they're like, what does this have to do? And everyone was asking, what does this have to do with William? And, you know, it has everything to do with William and nothing to do with William. That's kind of the point. It wasn't you about know. him. It was about all of how Oliver reacted. Well, it's Oliver's self-destruct button that he always hits. He's got to hit that button, you know. And trust me, there was a part of him that knew, a very large part of them that knew that he was going to lose Felicity over this. He really, there mm-hmm. was. I refuse to believe anything else is true because. That's why he did. Well, look what that's Barry why he told did it. him. Yeah. Barry told him, listen, you told Felicity and you guys broke up. Right. 
So he he's like, okay, so I'm not going to tell her, and then we won't break up. Or... <laughs> Or <laughs> she'll eventually find out that you have a child and be pretty pissed at you. I mean, Oliver's too tactical to not see, to walk down the consequence road. And i that's why he did it. Because it's this, it's He just this, wasn't willing to risk anything. It's not it. even, it's not even, I don't even know if the question is, why do you lie? What Felicity is asking, essentially, is why do you hate yourself? Because that's, that's essentially... You know, every time you're doing this shit, you're blowing us up. And you keep doing the same shit. So apparently you are continually trying to blow us up. So, and the only reason I can figure is because you don't think you deserve love. So, okay, how, how does, why do you hate yourself? Can you answer why you hate yourself? And he's like, well, yeah, I don't want to. I just want to have sex. So she was asking him for something, and I got. And I think what people really don't understand is Oliver was comfortable letting Felicity go. He was more prepared and more willing to let her go than to answer that question. That is well, how much he didn't want to answer that question. Here's here's to drill down on that is he was okay with letting her go because he didn't think that he deserved her in the first exactly. place. Look at four oh six. Right. It's just a continual it's again, it's this it's it's a it's a never ending cycle with Oliver. Well it, what makes sense to him is if he's alone and people hate him. That that makes sense to him. What doesn't make sense to Oliver is when people like him and love him and forgive him. He's like, well, I'm, I'm a horrible person. It's it's a lot of Oliver Queen is a character who's really built on self hatred, and it's yeah. trying to peel that away from him throughout the course of these seasons. And I think the other big misconception is is that people don't understand that when he came back from the island, he was suicidal. Like essentially, he was he was going to do save the city, but he was expecting mm. to die in the process and. He felt like, if I die, that will make up for killing my father. And then that's why he's so upset when Tommy dies. And he's like, well, wait, it was supposed to be me. So he has another death on his conscience. It's, it's just, it's, he's a fascinating character in that sense because he's high functioning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you should have, these are debilitating events in his life. He should be, like, in a padded cell and rocking. But he's not. He's fully functioning. He's high functioning. But yet, he has the all the emotional trauma of a severely, you know, tortured person. So, right. it, it, I'm always like, well, yeah. What she's saying to him is, you answered my question, okay? The one I should have thrown down at the end of season three. You answered that. Okay. You think you're a serial killer? We're going to work on that. That's not true. <laughs> Not even close. Okay, but that's also Felicity saying, I understand your reasoning behind William and why you kept it from me. I, I, she understands he was trying to maintain a relationship with his son. Okay, and you have to stop. We have to stop blaming Oliver for the writers not giving him other options. Oliver only right. had two options. He only had two. He tells Felicity and he loses his son. Or he sees his son, doesn't tell Felicity, and he gets to see his son. So, I gotta be honest with you guys. The writers were really putting Oliver in it. Choose William or choose Felicity. And he chose William. Which oh. is what he should do. Yeah. So, I honest. mean, you can have people who argue opposite. Who say he should chose Felicity. But. No. You know. Never in a million years. Yeah. 
exactly. So essentially, he is owning up to the responsibility of fatherhood and recognizing that he cannot walk away from his son, even though he loves this woman more than life itself. Okay, and if he had done right. that, this wouldn't have been the man that Felicity loves. So what she's saying to him is, I understand why you chose William. It's one of the reasons why I love you. I understand. It really wasn't about William, though. That's what she was trying to get through to him earlier. And honestly, that was an explanation, I think, well, fully for all the char- all the people who are blaming Felicity. Right. Like, oh, you. this was always about William. They just had the character state. No, she it wasn't. In, yeah, she said in 520, it's not about that. No, she's like, I. you know, obviously I want to be part of your son's life. It's just not about that. But this is a habitual pattern with Oliver. And Felicity wanted to show up married to him and have him blow up their life again. Cough, cough, season six. Okay? So that's, to me, it's kind of like, it's a little bit meta of a comment where Felicity's like, kind of like looking at the audience and saying, I didn't do this because of William. I did this because he's a habitual liar and I needed to know why he hates himself so much that he's going to blow up all this good stuff in his life. Mm -hmm. And then Oliver's like, well, I killed my dad. So I'm a killer. And... You know, after that, it unleashed this. You know, if you believe you're responsible for your parents' death, that your physical presence is what caused their death, and on top of that, it's because of your poor decisions that contributed to their death. Right. Um, yeah, self-hatred is not a hard thing. It's really not. In fact, it's more, I think it makes more sense to Oliver. So that's my understanding of that scene. I know some people were really, really upset with Felicity and that they felt that Oliver should apologize. Here's the thing. I know that we like, and Cal and I talk about this all the time. I know that we like, we're always like, oh, um, Felicity's the audience, you know? But, and the audience may want an apology, but Felicity doesn't. She's not really looking for him to apologize about William. She's ch- telling him that she understands. She She's talking about a bigger overarching issue in their relationship. Right. So she doesn't really want an apology. She wants answers. Right. So I think sometimes we project our emotions and what we want from Oliver onto Felicity, but that doesn't always mean what we want is what Felicity wants. Like there right. has to be a little bit of separation. She's not the to- she's not the actual audience all the time. She is a character who has her own responses. Correct. So yeah, I, I'm sorry if anyone is like, oh, Felicity is that. A- blame for any of this shit i'm sorry now i i don't think because we went back and forth because we're like should she have walked or shouldn't she have walked like should she have broken up or shouldn't she have broken up it's kind of i kind of go back and forth because i feel like at the time we're like yes she needs to throw down over this you know well it was it was a very such a messy storyline it was so messy it was so messy it was it was all about the plot over the character and it was like yeah they could have dealt with this from within the relationship but for whatever reason the show was like nope they have to be broken up and so they were pretty much i remember i wrote that inside the writer's room (laughs) exactly (laughs) what plot line are we gonna pick yeah I, you know, I, and Cal and I would debate this all through season. We were debating this constantly in season four and in season five, should Felicity have walked away? My thing about Felicity walking away was, okay, that's not how marriage works. And I know people get really crabby about me about this 
stuff. But I'm like, no, once you've said. But it's true. Once you've said yes and you've hitched yourself to this train, you're on it. You don't get to just. You don't. You tap out whenever the, when things get hard and right. my other thing is you don't get to tap out when your when your partner screws up because what because you married an imperfect person so at some point your spouse is going to hurt you they're not going to tell you the truth they're not going to you know they're going to say something nasty they're going to hurt your feelings they're going to be someone you don't like very much and you're mm. going to probably think well maybe i should get a divorce that would be easier and i'm not saying that there aren't valid reasons for divorces okay I'm saying that Oliver and Felicity were two people who are madly in love with one another and absolutely could have worked through this issue. But if he didn't lose her, he would have never gotten to the point where he could have answered that question. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like Mm -hmm. she had to walk, but then what I loved about what they've done with her in season six and even in season seven is she's like, I'm sticking. I'm really mad at you. I'm sticking like that whole baby I'm glue because she did walk away and Oliver's like okay well I screwed up and you walked so he's like it creates this fear in Oliver if I if I screw up again I'm gonna lose you which is not what marriage is you know you have to have the freedom and you know with varying degrees of speaking of such things ever since the beginning of season six like from seasons one through five the screwing up was solely on Oliver. Yes. Which is what I was talking about. Yes. Like he, he, it was about her giving him chances. And what we're seeing since season six is more the opposite. A little bit. Like, yeah. I'm not saying Oliver doesn't screw up with the whole prison thing and everything. But, like, we're seeing more of Felicity's vulnerability. Like, her yeah, not wanting to get married in the crossover. Yes. Because she was afraid. Right. And Oliver working with her on that, you know. And this whole thing this year with her, like, I'm, I've am i changed a lot and I'm afraid you're not going to love Me. who I've changed right. into. And Oliver being there to say, no, I'm going to. You're 100% fine. right. He's doing the emotional heavy lifting, which is fantastic. It is. It's, but it's a... It's, a, it's, it's disconcerting also. Because we're not <laughs> used to Felicity. No, we're not. Doing this. But I like it. I really like it too. I mean, to me, 520 is a flawless episode. It is my favorite. It is. It's flawless. I love how they, because the breakup was such a mess. It was such a mess. And you're like, okay, well, how are they going to fix this? And what's so frustrating about 520 is they could have done 520, you know, 420 anytime. (laughs) And it was like, you know, when they break up 416, you could have done this in 417 and they would have been like, fine. So they were just, what gets me Stalin. steamed, they were fucking stalling for so long because they're trying they to get this series. They got everybody worked up over yes. Susan and Billy. Yeah, and you're like, like, oh my no God. What but is the, the funny thing is, is I feel like you and I at the time, when we saw Susan and Billy, we knew exactly what they were. We're like, oh yeah, small. they were not, this is just distraction. No. <laughs> we were never it, worried. We were just no, like they were annoying. Eyes. They're like little fleas <laughs> that you have to flick away. Like go away, reporter lady, you're Satan. It's like, well, I'm actually, uh, right yeah, now. that was one situation where I do. Mark Guggenheim and I had a real heated debate about Susan Williams and like, because he refused to believe that she was He could not understand how anyone viewed her as nefarious. And I'm like, okay, well, no. then I will tell you, and here's how this works. And he's like, no, no. I'm like, dude, you fucking filmed it that way. He's like, no, no, not at all. 
he's like we just he was like yes, you know yes, I, yeah it was just, it was a humorous <laughs> fight but it was we but were pretty, he wanted yeah. he wanted to he wanted to easily explain it away by saying no that's crazy you, you would ever think that jennifer like, it no. is not he wanted he wanted to explain it by saying you elicity fans just don't like her because she's not felicity right and I was, was like, like, no, I can't. That's not. Let's go why? through point A, <laughs> point one through 365 as to all the reasons why that is not true. Yeah, no, it was it's one. Just like, we just, it yeah. was maddening. It, it was, was maddening. maddening. I was like, no, she's the worst. Like, clearly the worst. Because that was the other thing. I don't have problems with other love interests for Oliver and Felicity. Like, I don't get, like... Mm. I well, it's like I, do, I never view them as a threat of any no. kind. Like there Arrow is no so clear. Like it's like okay, yeah. when I have Damon and, and Stefan, okay, they're equal threats. You know what I mean? The show could have gone either way. It's you can you can't ever like set that aside on the Vampire Diaries because it's based on, um, it's based on you know a love triangle. But that was never Arrow. It was it was always going to be yeah. Oliver and Felicity. It's just they were delaying it, which is irritating it was just stall tactics which was irritating as heck yeah but once we finally got 520 it was such delicious food such delicious such delicious food food. and yeah so i i really view felicity's comment but i understand was her a really saying i understand and and saying it's not about william to the audience to all of jackasses who were blaming her for not being sympathetic about oliver having a kid or whatever but she doesn't say that until he does what she's asked, which I think sometimes gets glazed over. I think people don't understand how difficult that was for Oliver to say to Felicity because he's explaining all the reasons why he feels like he doesn't deserve her love. And he's literally doing it because he thinks he's going to die. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I'm dying. It's like it's a last confession. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's like, I better get this off my chest because pretty sure she's I'm like, not can you wake please up. stop doing this when you're about to yeah die. she's like let's just run through this later and he's like eh, pretty sure i'm bleeding out i don't think it's just gonna be a later and i just love her reaction she's, he's just like what are you fucking talking about you're like see this is what happens when you leave him he becomes a mess he does not know she just wanted like you know sometimes i think i don't deserve to have good things and he comes back with I like to kill people. <laughs> She's like, what? Yeah. So, no, it was really, and I love how they, they, I think season five is a masterpiece in the sense of like Oliver's um, trajectory. I think it's a mess in other ways, but like if you're just talking about Oliver's character and his development and where he starts and where we end up, I think it's really, it's it a microcosm of the whole an series. Oliver focused se- season. Yeah. And as an Oliver fan, I enjoyed that. People who are not big Oliver fans or they are just into the show for Oliver and Felicity. Yeah. I can see why season five is a dark, dark I like place season to five. be. Yeah. I was never. Well, I, I mean, knew I, where it was going. And then, so I was fine with it. It was okay. What I think is frustrating now is that Oliver still does the same shit. I was hoping yeah, that we would be done with the that line. That was going to be an end. That would be the end to the line. And for some reason, I don't understand it entirely. Uh, the writers keep introducing this as a <laughs> great character trait. I'm like, this is really not a great character trait. I think where I've come to... I've actually resigned myself to this that Oliver's just going to lie. 
If he has a good reason, if he's doing it for what he thinks is a good reason, he's going to lie. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, my husband. You can either get upset about it. Yeah. It's like my husband is, you know, I'm never going to pick up my makeup (laughs) in a timely manner. My husband just has to get used to that fact. It's annoying, but it's true. Um, This is on a much more serious level. And I think what Felicity says to William about that is, you know, um, he's not perfect. He screws up. But if Felicity is able to forgive him because his intentions are always good. He's not lying to her out of maliciousness. It's not he's not lying to her because he's got a mistress. He's not lying to her because, you know, he's embezzling funds. You know, he's lying because he is essentially there is a part of Oliver that doesn't belong to Felicity. He's a hero for the city and the world. And that a lot has to come first. And a lot of times what is good for the city and good for Mm -hmm. the people is really bad for Oliver and Felicity's personal relationship and their happy life. He's constantly having to sacrifice that. So I think a lot of times he's just like, I'm just going to do this. And once it's done, A, she can't talk me out of it because I really want her to talk me out of it. And B, um, it's so it's, you know, I've sacrificed what I need to sacrifice. It's done. And it, you know, he views it as a form of protection. Is he right? Right. No. (laughs) When is Oliver ever right? I mean, literally, when does he ever make the right? (laughs) And he can always re-rationalize it. Well, this time it's different because of this situation. Oh, that was a different because of that situation. You're like, and that's Felicity's point. (laughs) She's like, no, it's not. It's all the same shit. You keep doing the same shit. So I was mostly, (laughs) I was way more crabby with Oliver at the end of season six than I ever was with him at the end in season four. I'm like, okay, well, this is apparently a character flaw that we're just never going to nip in the bud. Never. Because everyone's like, oh, is he going to tell Felicity about, you know, what happened during the crossover? And and I, I I don't think so. No, I don't think he's going to say anything. (laughs) I don't. I don't know. Every, like, every, I'm always supposed to be the one who's very hopeful and optimistic and give us hope, Jen. It's one of those things it's like, no, like I, just, I don't think this going is going to be a deal breaker for you. Stop watching the, the show. show yeah, you got to stop. It's going to be very uncomfortable. Because I can tell you what, Oliver is going to keep lying to Felicity. He's going to keep lying to Felicity because he thinks he has good reasons to lie to her. And he's putting, essentially, it's putting other things before his marriage. Okay. And I understand that as people who deeply love Felicity and believe she de- deserves the best, that that um, doesn't work for us, that Oliver should always be putting Felicity first. Well, then he needs to hang up the hood because he can't do that if he's married to Felicity. If he's, he can't be, he can't right. put the city first. You got to pick one. You got to like, like pick that. one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't t- put both of them first. Okay. So he's essentially at the end of season, whatever, six is he's. He can't be, well, here's, here's something before we, we move on to our next. Oh subject. yeah. We have more things. Um, it reminds me of, of something that I was thought like, I don't know, like most people, I do all my heavy thinking in the shower. Mm-hmm. Same. And I was thinking about Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And I forget what made me start thinking about it. But I was thinking about everybody's relationships because everybody came to Infinity War. All the heroes came to Infinity War with their own set of relationships. With girlfriends and fiancés and yeah. In different flux. Like you've got, we didn't see Hawkeye, but we know that 
things will have happened to Hawkeye. He's married and got a family. Right. You know, we've got Tony. He wants to. He was engaged to Pepper. Yeah, he's engaged to Pepper. We've got Steve who lost his great love. We've got, right. you know, everybody's got this this relationship status. And here you had Peter Quill from Guardians of the Galaxy. I know you haven't watched those movies. James. I did. I saw I saw the first one. I but saw the Guardians, the not the second one. Okay. Which one's Peter well, Quill? <sighs> Is he the blue Chris one? Pratt. Is he the wrestler? No, he's Chris Pratt. He's oh, duh. I, I don't know their names. I don't know their names. Oh, <laughs> Anyhow, so the big story in Guardians is him and Gamora. Oh, I know where you're and going with spend, this. Okay, yeah. They spend all of, all of both movies, really, just kind of dancing around each other. Mm-hmm. And they never really quite, in either Guardians of the Galaxy movie, ever really quite get to the part where they're, like, acknowledging the thing between us. Like, they'll refer to it in kind of a joke and a wink-wink, nudge-nudge sort of way. Yeah. But they never really go there. Mm. And it's one of those things that, like, you feel like Peter and Gamora, to an extent, both think, well, we got time to deal with that later. Then Infinity War happens. Yeah. And obviously, later is now. And the worst thing possible happens to Gamora. Mm Mm-hmm. As far as Peter's concerned. Now, Peter's reaction is a man who has put her above being a hero. And I'm not saying that this is, this makes him a bad person. It doesn't. It's a very human thing to do. But this is sometimes why I feel like a lot of Oliver and Felicity fans, what Oliver to do is put Felicity above being a hero. And if he did, it would be a Peter Quill situation where they have a chance to save the world, the universe, 50% of all (laughs) life forms, and And you're going to throw it away because you're pissed at some guy for hurting your girlfriend. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, he was supposed to kill her. He couldn't do it. He was supposed to. Well, yeah, I'm, there's that part, too. But he was going right. to do it. But I'm talking about, like, when they were they were getting the glove off of Thanos. And he finds out that Thanos killed Gamora. And he loses it and punches Thanos. And they're unable to get the glove off then as a result. Well, essentially, it's Basically, two different the snap times to make the same decision. Yeah. Yeah. But the snap is essentially Peter Quill's fault at that point. Pretty much. Because he he was selfish. And that is, it's one of those things. It's like, these heroes have to decide how selfish are they going to be? Well, again, this is why I'm always arguing the happy ending for Oliver Queen is hanging up the hood. Because then mm-hmm. he doesn't have to make these kinds of decisions anymore. Then he can he just focus on it. his wife and children and, yeah, be happy. He can finally put his family first. Exactly. Right. But if he's constantly putting Felicity ahead of the city, ahead of his son, ahead of, you know, the team... Um, then he's not, he's a, not a hero. Father. He's not a hero. Yeah. It's not, that's not the green arrow. And I yeah. understand this makes people nuts. But to me, this is the kind of relationships I... These are h- how my OTPs are built. They're selfless heroes. <laughs> like, I yeah. always go for the selfless hero lo- love story where they're constantly sacrificing each other for the greater good. I love those stories, okay? You know, Stefan and Elena were like that. Buffy and Angel were like that. I mean, Buffy, Angel had a chance to be human with Buffy, and he chucked it. So for good reasons, but it wasn't about putting Buffy first in that moment. She was like, 
uh, you could have ran this by me. And he's like, yeah, because he would have talked me out of it. So it's, it, you know, the same. And my thing is, let's have the conversation. I was kind of thinking back to season three when he's like, I'm going to go to Nanda Parbat and I'm going to dump my sister in a hot tub. And Felicity's about to say something. And he's like, could we just not do the please don't go dance for once? He's really irritated with her, you know? And she's like, I'm not going to say that. He's like, oh, what are you going to say? <laughs> she's like, I'm going to go with you. And I kind of have the same kind of reaction that it's always going to be Oliver choosing between the city and the world and Felicity. Okay. So we can literally have the same fight every single season. No, don't choose the city. Choose me. No, we'll find a better way, Oliver. And it's going to be the same result. And that's what this whole crisis on infinite earths thing is going to be. Is Oliver choosing. Yeah. I, I, someone emailed me. was like, Oh, I think Oliver just sacrificed earth one or something. It like made no sense. I was like, you know, like, what are you talking about? I was like, no, he sacrificed himself. I didn't look into this too much, mm-hmm. but did you know that like some comic book types or whatever are saying that the thing he sacrificed was Felicity? Oh my God. <laughs> nice try. No. Where's the like red uh, button? Oh, Wrong answer. God. Oh God. Do they even watch no, the show? No, they don't. They live in a fantasy world. <laughs> like I am Clearly readily... Not. Um, willing to admit Arrow has built up Oliver's death and they're going to kill him. Like that, I'm, yeah. I just don't yeah. think it's going to, like we said, we're not, that's not how it's going to end. But um, yeah, Felicity's not going to be like, oh, I'm totally for you sacrificing your life in exchange for burying Kara because they're better heroes Sounds than great. you. Can you ever imagine her? No. But Oliver's going to go do what he's going to do because he has to. He's a hero. And that was what her speech was to William. And that's why Felicity, as mad as she gets with Oliver, can also forgive him. Because she's like, yep, this is what I signed up for. She married him knowing he's going to do this shit. Okay? She's always like, I'm so scared of losing you. But I would rather have you even if I lose you, you know, than live a life without you. So she's saying to William, too, and I, I was like, this is probably one of the most important speeches in the entire series. I, it like makes me really cranky that people don't give it enough credit because it was massively important. She was just like, this is what it means to be, to be a hero and to be married to a hero. And she's right. telling William, it's it not going to be right about there. you, little fella, ever while he's doing this. He wants to put you first. He can't because he's doing this because the city right. needs him. And she's like, he's going to screw up. He's going to do hurtful things in an effort to save the city and do all these green arrow things. But we love him to sacrifice himself. Right. Basically said it right there. Yeah. He's He's going to probably die someday is basically what she's telling William in an effort to, and what she's telling him is, but because we know this, because we know that risk always exists, it means that we love harder and we love more and our life is brighter and more fulfilled because of it. We're doing something with purpose and that, fulfills us and it also enriches the love we have for each other so felicity signed up for it but it doesn't mean she's not going to drag his ass the minute he gets out of prison (laughs) and rightfully damn so all right what else do we got well uh some people asked us for some tv show binging recommendations and uh questions about who else we ship 
or who have we have shipped or we have shipped in the process well i'm binging <laughs> lost so if anybody want to binge lost with me feel free my hashtag is jen watches lost jump on Honestly, in binging i'm lost probably is the, the best life choice listen, anybody could possibly but listen make. let's be frank i'm probably the last person on earth that needs to binge it because everybody else has seen it no, not everybody. Okay. Because there's, there's always somebody who hasn't. And here's one thing. And this goes for any show. Yeah. There's nothing more irritating than somebody when somebody, people are talking about like, oh, I'm binging this or I've loved this show. And somebody comes back with, I've never seen it, never seen an episode in kind of like a, I'm proud of this fact sort of way. Like, oh, I don't get why, where's you. the judgy coming from? You? Don't Can you keep that one to yourself a little bit? I've Thanks. never watched an episode of that. Well, okay. Like, there's no people that say they've never seen Titanic. No oh, I've never seen that. Well, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, because I feel like that, I've heard that, I've never seen Titanic. Or I. the other one is, I've never seen, um, oh, what's the Nicholas Spark? The Notebook. Oh. That's another one. Mm. Because it's like, it's viewed as some sappy, you know, mm. teeny bopper love story it's like it's like the negativeness towards love stories and i'm like okay well i think some people just like to to say i've never seen something that's popular with a lot of people because oh they think that's true too that's probably it and it's just like i have not seen a lot of popular things because i live in a hole i haven't seen callie tells me things to watch i haven't watched x files i haven't watched west wing i don't feel bad about it but I also don't sit there and throw it in the face of everybody. I'm like always really highly encouraging you to watch West Wing. You, know, you would really stop. like it. There's no point. Well, I Give do up. what you tell me to do. I know. But well, that's a, that's another one. That's one I am. Um, that's one I'm of my binge ones. Watch West Wing, and my ship is Donna and um, Josh. Speaking of ships and Lost, though, oh I don't gosh. know. There's like so many. The thing is, is. Lost isn't really about ships. They try to make it about ships, but it's... eh. I'm mostly... I'm not a shipper. I know this sounds hard. I mean, you have to kind of take it. What she says is a lot. It's a little bit of bullshit, but just let her do her thing because she is a shipper. (laughs) Here's the thing. You watch horrible shows that are torture shows that you have no shot in hell of ever having happiness. Here's the thing. (laughs) It's not that I don't, like, see a ship and go, oh, I like that those that couple together of course i do that right but i don't i don't like invest in it well yeah there's like a difference between shipping like oh yeah like i like hook and emma but i wasn't yeah. like super obsessed with it or like i'm so I yeah have a hard time defining we're not blogging about them you know like i liked jack and kate in laws together well enough but i wasn't like super invested i remember at the time that was like the first time i ever heard the term shipping was while lost was airing and it was talking about jack and kate and sawyer and kate and all this i think stuff. i care more than you like we're two casual viewers but i yeah. care more about the romance factor than you do like you can and get into a thing. show without a romance factor and that kind of no. irritates me unless it's really I good i love i love shows that don't have romance. Look at look at um, Breaking Bad, The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, that well, that kind of did. No, it didn't. Where? <laughs> well, the girl, the sister, no, and no, her girlfriend. No. <laughs> See, that's what I. That's what I pull from it. 
<laughs> there is romance. You're goofy. No, well, but that's I, like a whole love. It's like a familial love story. It's yeah, that's, it, but that's what I mean. It's like I love that show a lot. Yeah, and it didn't really have anything that you can ship. And I well, you it. like couples, so let's go through the ones that. Okay, I so do. there are some couples I you, like. You, you, Callie got me into Lost, so you did like you have ships on Lost that you I do have are ships obsessed on Lost. with. And okay, now Penny and Desmond. Yeah, the, they're good. You're getting there. I'm getting there. You're getting there. You're getting there. I'm. I'm almost through season three. Of that, but you're. Getting I know there. what scene um, I'm supposed to land on here, and I'm like, I, I never understood why fans were like super jazzed about this scene. So I'm hoping that I finally have some freaking context it's to the awesome. situation. It's amazing. Okay. Um, but Penny and Desmond, obviously, um, Sawyer and Juliet. Now, that has not happened yet. Right now, yeah, you, where you're watching right now, you're like, I'm in this what weird, are you talking about? I'm in this weird fucking quadrangle <laughs> with, her, with Jack. No, it's Jack, <laughs> Sawyer, Juliet, and Kate. And it's like, it's like a merry-go-round. It's like Jack and, and It's Juliet really Jack and, and Juliet. Right, right. It's like, it's really <laughs> yeah. about Jack right now. And Sawyer's just like, whatever. Whatever gets me laid. And like, Kate is just, wants her cake and eats it too. Like, she's annoyed with Jack because she screwed, she screwed Sawyer in a cage and Jack saw. And now Jack likes Juliet more than her and she's all sad and petty about it. It's whatever. Okay. They're children. These are children <laughs> on an island. They're grown ass adults, and yet, anyhow, whatever. Sawyer and Juliet. Yeah, they're my. They're my. I baby. like Kate and, and Jack. Course, Kate and Jack is one of those things. It's like I accept it because it's like it's the like main Nathan thing, and Haley really on One Tree Hill. It's like, well, yeah, like okay. you can't watch Nathan. Um, Tree Hill. No, I don't know. It's just. <laughs> but no, Jin and Son. Yeah. That's my Jin ship. I would say Kate, Everybody Kate and Jack, Jin Kate and Jack are my ship, <laughs> and I really like Jin and Son. Even though will, it has a cheating thing. You will like thing. Sawyer and Julia. Okay, I know you will. Like Here's the situation, because I'm like, you know, I have issues yeah. with cheating. I hate cheating storylines. Yeah, yeah. So like, it, was not I, it bothers me that that's part of Jin and Son's whatever, but whatever. Yeah, I, I try to generally. They're also on an island, and there's a lot of penance <laughs> happening. So, um, I loved Breaking Bad. That was another good Breaking one. Breaking Bad, no ships. No ships. No ships. I mean, you could be like, oh, Walter White no. and... Um, no. No. What's his name? No. No, no. I'm just saying like a father-son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like not, not romantic. Ship. That's not what we're Yeah, talking you're right. About. Okay. Because then we're back to the... Well, no, I get like back in like the... <laughs> oh, but that's a family love story. Like I like love stories no. and there's lots of different kind of love stories. But yeah, not romantic. Oh, yeah, we're sticking to romantic. No. Um, Breaking Bad, great. No romance. Um, now... I'm going to talk about Sons of Anarchy oh, again. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Here you I go. You love it when Here I you do. fucking go. Here she goes. <laughs> Into the darkness. Understand. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Listen, mm. I, to those of you out there who have watched Sons of Anarchy, I've been doing a rewatch and I finished, I got to the season six finale on Thursday. I watched the last episode of season six mm -hmm. which is the last like season seven's the last one but the season six finale is like one of those like you've when it's over you're like sitting there and you're feeling sick to your stomach like yeah. and it's not necessarily because of the gore although there is that it's because oh this is terrible yeah i'm not gonna watch <laughs> it's it it's just absolutely terrible and i sat there on thursday by the way if you're a person like 
I'm just going to offer a fair warning. If you're a person who gets depressed over holidays, don't fucking start something anarchy because it's just like, there's no joy. There's no joy. Um, <laughs> but it's funny. It's got funny. Yeah, moments. and you have a ship on there. You like the Jacks. Well, and... so that's that's why I talked about yeah. the season six finale. Oh, because I have. A um, <laughs> that's a big thing. Here's the thing: the whole show from the first episode of season one was kind of like Jax and Tara were kind of a bit of a side story. They were like they were the B plot. Mm throughout the whole thing like she had grown up there with him and they had dated and then she left to go to med school and after she did her residency she came back and that's where they kind of crossed paths again in the premiere of the series and so the whole show is kind of like them reconnecting again you know she gets pregnant they get married they fall apart they get back together again. His mother kills her. You know. Whatever. Oh, spoil! We can't spoil the whole show for people because they want to freaking watch it. You can't no, tell. Don't. Callie's Listen, really bad. No. She will tell you ninety-five percent of what is going to happen in a show when she's no, no. recommending Here's it. The thing. Yes, the you do. I You're like this. my mother. No. Listen. The reason I said this is because there's a lot of people who will watch Sins of Anarchy and they will get really invested in the ship. And this is my way of saying, but like you have to watch like, it. It's yeah. good, but don't get super well, it's invested like Game of Thrones. because it's not going to go like, well. Watch Game of Thrones, well, but don't get invested in anybody. But how many people have? With the last name Stark. <laughs> But how many people have? Right. That's just what they do. And they get mad at The Walking Dead when when Daryl and, and I don't Beth feel bad for anyone it, you know, who like, watches The Walking Dead. I really don't. I don't feel bad for you no. guys because it's literally in the title. Everyone's going to die. You're signing up for it. It's a show you know, about zombies. Everyone's going to be a zombie <laughs> eventually. And they'll have like one it's or two left standing and whatever. So the reason I spoil what happens with Jackson Tara is because... That's not a reason not to watch the show. Well, but it's one of those things. It's like you need to know what you're getting into. That's fair. But spoiler it. alerts, because we might be spoiling things. Um, okay, spoiler alert. I mean, bad. do I have to say Buffy the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> do I have to say that? I feel like that's just a. Yeah. Well, I feel like most conclusion. people should know this about you, but maybe they don't. Go for it. Okay, <laughs> watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's where my J Buffy yeah. Angel comes from. Duh. Um, <laughs> but I had other ships on Buffy. Sure. Other than Buffy and Angel, although they are sure. my supreme. I was a sure. big, um, I liked Willow and Oz. Everybody liked I Willow just, and Oz. I love Seth Green. I just thought <sighs> he was so hysterical. I was so sad when he left. Me too. Um, that was like the episode, the night my son was born, or the oh, night I was induced. that's a good one. This was really sad. No, it wasn't. Really, it was terrible. I know, but it was like, it was like, a, it was like, like they finally gave Seth Green something to freaking do, and then it's like, ah! oh, whatever. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I like Xander and Anya. I like Willow and Tara. I not like as much as I liked Willow and Oz. It's not anything. My it was just more. That's Tara a Tara thing. She was yeah. She's was kind a of a doormat. Thing. You know, it's just kind of like okay. Well, she was kind of like wallpaper. Yeah, like not a real life wire. There, it was. It wasn't anything to do with the wire. with Willow being a lesbian. Don't get all angry no. and send me nasty messages. I'm just saying it was just the character of Tara. But then I, I don't like. Have a different um, opinion now, if I watched it, and now, then I don't like, but I I like Tara better than the other chick that came yeah, out way I agree. better. I agree um, with that. Okay, obviously Angel. 
I am not. Like, okay, Are I can accept Cordelia that fan? Buffy. Here's the thing: <laughs> I, my no, to, my no OTPs oh, are, but but Spike and Buffy do not come with me. No, no, to that Aww. I can't. There's no You're no fun. There's no under no circumstances. <laughs> no, I had no problem with that. Oh, shirt. no. I know. Listen, okay, I can like deal I with wasn't it. A shipper. I, I know I can deal I with it because with when she's when they're when they're banging she's basically like suicidal and whatever but like can we just be honest Spike is replacement Angel they sent Angel off on his of own show is. and they put that they still wanted to do all the storylines they would have done Spike a soul yeah so I was like fuck you seriously yeah. I was like fuck yeah. you no. Weedon at the end of six Clearly. I was like no you're awful um yeah. I am Thank not an Angel and Cordelia I'm not an angel with anyone here's my perspective on angel i think angel is more interesting when he's not in a relationship on that show and it would have been completely fine with me if they never had him do a sex scene with anyone if they never had him with anyone and he just loves buffy no no i'm like i'm okay with buffy dating but angel's been around for like 240 years so i think he kind of kind of like figure it out um i think the series was weaker when they tried to make a romance out of him and Cordy. It just never worked for me. I was like, no. Hard pass. Um, okay, what other shows? Wesley Wesley and Oh, and, I loved and Wesley and Fred. That was yeah, just Fred. a heart wrencher. That that, gotta sad. go into that knowing that's a heart wrencher. I was not a Fred and, and Gun. Oh, that you just gotta know, guys. Just, yeah. uh, um my heart. Um, okay. Well, if we're gonna get obvious with 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 well, our Well yeah, this is the obvious. Oh, and then Vampire Diaries. That show, The Vampire Diaries, if you're a shipping kind of person and you've never seen The Vampire Diaries, that is a show that is a one hundred percent based on shipping. To the point where I call it it's the irritating. carousel. It's like you just spin the wheel and these characters yeah, hook up basically. and then these characters hook up yep. and there's really yep. like no consistency in the sense. It's almost like friends. Yeah, it's kind of like, and I think <laughs> I've only realized this by listening to Callie watch it because I made her watch it because um, I'm watching Lost. So she said she'd watch Vampire Diaries. I know I totally made out on this deal, but it's like one week she'll be like, this is, I, I love Stefan. And then the next week it's like, screw Stefan and I like there's no consistency it's that they'll completely flip like the a relationship on its ass to serve another relationship and they do that all the time and I'm like yeah that's really Which true is irritating it is that. irritating as heck because there's just it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of consistency I think my thing with Vampire Diaries it would have been a totally different situation and we could have looked at the series and been like oh this is the direction they were going all the way along if Nina Dobrev had stayed put but she didn't so um did you watch one tree hill no that's a good one um back to oh yeah that's right yeah so cal has <laughs> she's got her majors my, my big my big ship before elicity and the only big ship mm -hmm. before elicity was dr and rose mm -hmm. from dr who now it's one of those i was always and I I almost say this with a wince when before that I always kind of viewed shipping and fandom and fanfic I admit I was the sort that I was like ugh that's hilarious to me because you're like I know no, isn't it fanfic writer. but I I just I didn't have time for that sort of 
silliness. Like, it was just, no. It's that was silly. stupid. It's art. That was, no, whatever. <laughs> I was like, so, I was so not that person back That's then. Hilarious and I was me. just, was not there for it. And I was involved in, um, when my daughter was born, I got big into the whole cloth diapering. Oh, no. And why do you hate yourself? Well, because it was fine. I liked Uh, it. No, it was. It was. It was. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. Really? Actually. No, because Liam was only 21 months old. So he was still in diapers. Oh. And then I had this baby in diapers. And I was like, diapers coming out my ears. This is way. See, I I only have one, so I never. I I I had this moment where I was like, "This is ridiculously wasteful." Yeah. So I started looking for avenues to make it less wasteful. That's fair. And that's it is less wasteful. That's where I found Mm -hmm. that, and it was, and it worked really well for us. That's good. And it was so much easier than you'd expect. But anyways, shit. (laughs) That is totally beside the point. So from there, I got in. That's how I got into knitting because sometimes with certain t- types of cloth diapers, you want to have a knitted cover, pants. I'm telling you to move shorts. on and start talking yeah. about. No, I'm getting there. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> so I was into knitting from there, and the knitting community. We'd sit there and we'd talk about TV shows and books and whatever else, and everybody was talking about Doctor Who, and they were talking about. Um, a show called Torchwood, which was a spinoff of Doctor Who. And they were talking about Captain Jack Harkness. He's so hot and all this stuff. And I was like, I started looking this up and I'm like, okay. And I kind of understood that there was like this Rose character in Doctor Who and the like Doctor and Rose was a thing. But Jack was hot. And so I was like, so what are these shows? And somebody told me, they're like, well, Doctor Who is more for kids and Torchwood is more adult. And my dumbass brain was all like, well, then I should watch Torchwood. So I started watching the spinoff. Oh, girl. Which. You don't do that. Anybody can tell you. That's, that's not, not how what you you're do supposed that. to do. No. But that's what I did. Yeah. And so I was very confused for. Well, obviously. That's just your own damn <laughs> fault, girl. I did that to myself. Frick. But eventually it led to me being like, okay, maybe I should watch Doctor <laughs> But you only watch those selected seasons with Rosen, right? Well, no, I got, it got, got, I actually watched into the other seasons and then I like, it was one of those things where you're like, it's that gif of Grandpa Simpson walking into the room, except I walked further into the room before I turned around and walked right back out. Like, it was like, oh, no, this is not good. Um, No, the first four seasons that at the time it was like... You had the ninth Doctor, and then you had the tenth Doctor for three seasons. And the ninth Doctor is where Captain Jack Harkness got introduced. And I was like, oh, this is making so much more sense now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, backstory is a great thing. So I watched that through while I was knitting, which I don't know if you know anything about knitting, but you're generally not watching the TV. No, that's like me you're blogging watching while we watch a show. My husband's like, you're not actually watching any of this. I was like, well, that's why I watch. You're not actually girls. looking at what's happening. Yeah. So I like watched through and there's some things that happened in season four of Doctor Who that probably I should have been watching because I was like, why is everybody acting like so weird? Like what, what just happened? Well, it was Rose popped up and you weren't expecting her to pop up there because she'd been off the show for two seasons. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) so Dr. Who, (laughs) 
So I got into really into Doctor Who, but it it's even then it took me watching it through twice. And then I was like, maybe I should find some fan fiction. And fan fiction is what led me to Tumblr. And Tumblr is what led me to fandom. And I, that's where I found all that. And if it weren't for that, I never would have found Elicity. See? So if you're going to watch Doctor Who, though, I would recommend you start with Series 1, The Ninth Doctor, and stop when 10 regenerates at the end of Season 4. Got it. See, I was part of fandom when fandom was a burgeoning wee babe. And I was that person who was like, ah, fandom. I know. Y'all, all these people think about us, all these <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer people were crazy. It was actually like a badge of honor in back in those days if you got a cease and desist letter from Fox. Because they were trying to wow. shut down all the websites. There was no really? support from the network. Well, it's all copyright what infringement. Jerks. They're not wrong. I mean, it is. I yes, mean, the vitter, exactly. like, no, I, I love vitting. That's major copyright infringement. I mean. Oh, yeah. But now they just, they realize the power in it is free advertising, essentially. It the, is. And word it of really mouth. Is. What they were stupid about last year is no one knew what the internet was. There's <laughs> <laughs> so all this fear on the internet. True. So. What is this? It's going to destroy It's going to destroy us. the world. So, yeah. Fox was particularly, um a dick about it and would go after bloggers and websites and shut it all down and i mean back in those days we could get to talk about a show where you're shipping and i'm like i'm not shipping this but i totally was shipping it is pacey and joey oh yeah i think like if you okay dawson's creek is a tricky show because it is it features a lot of dawson (laughs) (laughs) he's a douchebag somewhat um (laughs) and like the later college years are not great i don't i never thought those were good seasons I, I there's like a whole season where i didn't watch and i don't remember which season it was i think it might have been five but i want to be like saying to the people seasons one through four particularly seasons three and four correct super solid worth yes. the binge Agreed. And then you can I just like the skip, but like here, skip, skip the, the college no, years skip and to just the Walmart episode. Yeah, just the Kmart oh, episode, skip to the Kmart and episode, the and then and skip then the to the finale, and that's all you need. Yeah. You don't need to do the yeah. college years. There's not a lot of no. pacey in the college don't years. Do just, that. just love no. yourself. Um, yeah. I watched Felicity. If there was a teeny bopper show on the WB, I watched it. Um, I watched Felicity. I watched all of them. I watched Felicity. I watched um, Jack and Jill. That was a good one. No. That was like one season. No. But my I thing. I remember when that was on. I know. It was a was good like, show. No. And then it got canceled. <laughs> um, yeah. So d- that's huge. Uh, basically, I ship Pacey with people. Like, I liked him and Andy, but I loved Pacey no. and Joey even better. Because Andy's thing. kind of a. She's a lot. I didn't have a problem with Andy. Until. Here's my thing. The thing that makes well, you no, have a problem with her. Until I came to fandom. Oh. Is. When I was in the whole Doctor Who fandom, there was like there were people who were very mean Don't about Rose. Oh, that's not nice. No, and they they oh she's immature, she's low class, she's terrible, she's manipulative, she's a little bitch, you know, all this stuff. Well, there was one such person who she wasn't necessarily anti Rose, but she was definitely anti Tenth Doctor, which is like ridiculous to say because everybody loves the Tenth Doctor. 
but she was a big fan of the ninth doctor and she thought that the ninth doctor got a shaft because everybody liked the 10th doctor so much which isn't exactly how that works they have contracts and then they are done with the show like that's what i thought the point is they like regenerate for a different it's like blaming Felicity because nobody likes Laurel. Yeah, it's that's like, not no, a thing. That's not how that works. That's not, that's not how that There's works. There's a vacuum. They filled it. That's how that works. Yeah. And so, but she was a big Ninth Doctor fan. And she would sit there and she would just like rag on the Tenth Doctor. Oh, really? Terribly. Oh, that's not nice. Just to kind of bolster her, her Ninth Doctor thing. And she was a big Pacey and Andy fan. And I was like, well, Go figure. Well, yeah, I like. I think if you you cannot, I'm sorry, you cannot argue Pacey and Andy versus Pacey and Joey. Obviously, it's Pacey and Joey every time. Yeah, but no, they like, had no, to do a Joey's lot of the worst. Right, no, Andy was Joey's not was the worst. Andy. I liked Joey. I didn't like back then. It was just so this love triangle stuff was just. This delayed, we can't it decide was. until the final episode. I feel like, hope, I, I hope some of that God. goes away as television because it's Jeez. dumb. But why did they ever do that? I don't know it why they so think stupid. the most important thing is. Well, I would say what's the most frustrating about Joey is her relationship with Dawson. Because these two could not freaking figure themselves out of a paper bag. Well, Dawson was just like the most unlikable Well, guy he's super ever. unlikable. Basically... Um, all the time a lot of the time um <laughs> he gets a little that time. was the weird thing as the show became worse in the college years dawson improves like from a maturity standpoint <laughs> but like the rest <laughs> of the show is like shit and you're just like why are we dealing like i don't even know okay so there's that and then i was i watched uh felicity did you watch felicity with no. Noel and ben that's my thing where that's really where i learned my plan a love couple lesson they're gonna go with plan a and it's that's just the end of it that's why dotson's creek is such a freaking miracle like arrow beautiful um but yeah like she goes to the college and for this guy and i like noel i always like noel i thought ben was kind of a dick and he mumbled like which one was which so noel is the one who is the ra and he was married to jen the actor was married scott something and he was married to jennifer garner do you know like and okay. he was on scandal so that was noel and that's, that's not noel. who she ended up with no that's who i wanted her to end up with but noel was the ra okay. and they were super adorable and i think scott foley is really cute not so that she's she went to college she to follow ben. ben to new york yes ben's the and one she ended up getting together with ben uh later on that's in the stupid. series that feels like how I met your mother. Like the end, the season finale. Oh, girl, I was so mad because the season finale, like she and Noel break up. She decides she's in love with Noel. He finds out that they're she's in love with him. They get back together, I think. And then they're going to go on this trip together. But then Ben wants Felicity to go on a trip with him and he's kissed her or something. And it's like, that's the finale is Felicity trying to decide if she's going to go to Germany with Noel or if she's going to go on this camping thing with Ben. Oh, good. And it's like literally two weeks ago, she told Noel, I love you. She said, I am in love with Noel. Do you think she went with Noel? I'll let you figure that that out. That is how I met your mother. It is. You're just like, nothing makes sense. And then like they kind of play with it for a little bit but honestly that show she's in love with ben she chooses ben incessantly and noel can't get a clue it's just depressing to watch noel you're like she doesn't love you dude you need to move on and 
it's really upsetting because she should love him, but she doesn't. Did you watch Scandal? Mm-mm. I didn't watch Scandal. I did watch Scandal <laughs> a little bit, but like, I, I think that's like residual Felicity stuff because I was always a much bigger fan of um, Olivia and Jake than I was of Olivia and the president, but whatever. I stopped watching. That was one I of... I have no idea. Okay, but like, okay, do you want to hear the story of like why we stopped <laughs> no. watching? Okay, I'll tell that another time. Uh, what else? What else did we watch? We watched a lot of shit, Cal. Um, I did not watch a lot of shit. I liked the... I quality television programming. <laughs> weirdly, I liked The Killing. Like, I know a lot of people didn't like that. That's, a, that's my that. darkest show, I think, The Killing. That and Breaking Bad. Like it could be dark. It's really good. The thing that um, kind of is like a bummer is they drag out the first murder for two seasons, and I don't really think that was wise. But Holder, Holden, Holden, and Linder, I think those are that's good. Um, I don't watch. Do you watch procedurals? I don't really watch procedurals. No, I'm not a big. Fan. I don't like procedurals, particularly when it comes to shipping, because they jerk you around and, and they never thing. pull the trigger. I love. There's some sitcoms that I love. Some, not all. Yeah, I'm really bad about sitcoms. sitcoms. I love, but I don't believe in shipping on sitcoms because they're sitcoms. Well, I think that was a lesson I learned with How I Met Your Mother. It was kind of like, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of us learned the lesson with like Friends and stuff. It was just like, you know, just well, I always watch it for the funnies. I loved. I was a big Ross and Rachel. I loved Chandler and Monica. Mm -hmm. But it was like, it was just, I just accepted that they're not going to put Ross and Rachel together until the last episode, even though that's ridiculous. Um, So like, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I love The Good Place. And I am currently working on binging both. So I would say The Good Place for sure. They are fantastic. I have not started Brooklyn Um, Nine-Nine yet. I do not ship on either. That doesn't mean I don't support the main ships. It just means that I don't You're not super invested. No, I don't really. Um, like, I watch it and I enjoy it, but I don't, like, lose my mind over it. I'm trying to think no. what else. What other really, really good um, shows? One Day at a Time. Awesome show. Oh, yeah. You love Netflix. that one. It's coming back in January for season three. Y'all should watch it because it is so freaking There's, like, good. so many shows on Netflix it's and Hulu so that I've good. watched. Which now I'm like Hulu, blinking. Handmaid's Tale. Gotta watch Handmaid's yeah, Tale. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale, I'm gonna warn no you shipping. that no shipping. <laughs> um just don't. Don't get invested in anybody. Um it's really dark. I know. I have Oh, Outlander. Oh my god, I can't believe I almost forgot Outlander. If you have not watched Outlander, you need to love yourself and bring Jamie Frazier into your life because he's the gift that I like keeps Outlander. on giving. I don't invest in any of the ships i just accept them and well yeah but like i don't really feel like that's a that's a oh here's a bunch of different shipping options for you no no the show's about jamie and claire that's it (laughs) but there are huge people in that fandom that are huge into it oh yeah like i again if i'm not blogging about i'll blog about outlet i'm writing reviews for outlander so i'm probably a little bit more invested than i used to be um just because i'm writing the reviews now or my reactions but yeah, it's not like uh, that. Feels like again a One Tree Hill situation. Like everybody liked Nathan and Haley in One Tree Hill. They were like the stable couple. They're like the Monica and Chandler of One Tree Hill. And then we got Lucas, Peyton, and Brooke mess. And I was always a big Peyton fan. Um, I loved Peyton. I I liked I loved Brooke too. I I like Brooke and Peyton together. <laughs> it's like 
screw Lucas. But because Lucas is kind of the worst, but also he makes Peyton really happy. <laughs> so I can tolerate Lucas more when he's with Peyton than I can with Brooke because he's t- clearly not in love with Brooke and he's just so mean to her and just so like no idea. Like like Lucas before. and Peyton could be together <laughs> and then Brooke goes off and like rules the world. That's how One Tree Hill works. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, we did The Handmaid's Tale, Outlander, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. No, I don't have ships on Game of Thrones except one. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But we have one. You and I have one. one. Ship. That's how you got me one to watch ship. games. Honestly, the the what I always joke about with Game of Thrones and Jamie and Brienne is the only reason I ship them is because I know there's no freaking chance, and so therefore I'm not likely to get disappointed. That's sad to me. You. Got- you made me think it, there was a chance. Well, no, here's no, but here's, a, <laughs> I feel like I crossed a point like okay. somewhere in this last season, where I'm like, okay, now I feel like there might be a little bit of a chance, and now I'm scared because if but I no. think there's a chance, that means I we already get my decided how we needed to end. Yeah, yeah, I know, but is it going to? No, of course no, not. I think it is. We've already decided. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. decided. I'll just tell you guys, Callie like and I've decided that the way that this needs to end is <laughs> Jamie needs to die in Brienne's arms because he oh, needs yeah. to die in the arms of the woman he loves, and everyone thinks he means his crazy sister, but no. He means Brienne, and he's going to well, die in her arms. And, yeah. like, that will be enough of a, like, they never hook up. They never have sex. They don't have a relationship. Like, yeah, but like, I but agree. he loves her. I could see it going I can way. totally yeah. see Gaines doing that. Never was into the whole Brienne Tormund thing. Anytime no. anybody would joke about that, I'd want to go smack No, him that's face. ridiculous. No. No. Yuck. He's, he's like, sexually harassing her. No. Exactly. Stop um. <laughs> I'm sorry. I liked. I want to get behind. I like. Um, I like Dragon Lady. This is other things. I don't know names. Um, Daenerys. Daenerys and I like Drogon. Yeah, they were. They were. Man, what's goals. his name? It's it's Aquaman. He's so hot. Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Holy shit! So like, Jason Momoa just sets the standard that I just. I can't accept Daenerys with anyone else. Even though I know she's probably supposed to end up with Jon Snow, I'm just like, eh, he's no joke. I'm not. I'm not invested in that at all. I liked. Like I don't. Yeah, care I don't really care either. Like I'm sure it's gonna happen. They're gonna have babies, and it's it's gonna be all about them in the end. But I'm. I just whatever. It's so I weird for care. me to be like this, like detached from like this major romance in a show. But I'm like, it's fine if it happens, yeah. but it's fine if it doesn't. I'm just kind of like, whatever. Do you think? I just want to yeah. know, like, how are we gonna like stop? the cold people and i would like to know like who ends up on the throne that would be nice to have an answer i know i just like the dragons um (laughs) you and my husband (laughs) kyle just didn't watch games i just really like i feel like the dragons need to factor more importantly because they're the coolest Honestly, when that one dragon woke up, like, dragon zombie, I was like... Oh, "Oh, I know. It was traumatic. I was like, what? (laughs) It was really upsetting. I can't talk about it because I started to get emotional. That was one of her babies. It was so sad. And he's scary looking now. He was so beautiful before, but now he's like this big old icy thing, and it scares me. Um, What other shows? What other shows are watch? I'm trying to think. Um, Stranger Things. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good binge. That's a that really good, good binge because it's kind of like one of these yeah. situations where every episode ends on a cliffhanger and you just want to know. That's one of those where you stay up all night and you just watch 13 yeah, hours of one. freaking Stranger Things. Good, good, good. Uh, I think that's, 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 
That's a lot. That's a that's enough. I feel to like keep that's enough to keep. Yeah, we're not. Um, oh, the West Allen situation. Probably should like explain where I'm at on that. <sighs> Callie doesn't ship anything on the Flash. Here's the situation. <sighs> For me, I shipped Iris and Barry until they got them together, and then I got annoyed. Like I'm happy they're married and whatever, but I'm annoyed with how they got them together, because. I'm annoyed at their fandom for being don't be rude. Yeah, I know jerks I know. to any and everybody. Like I don't have a problem. They can do whatever they want. The ship is fine. Well, I don't care. Like, I don't know why there's like I, this competition between the ships because it just feels kind of silly for me. So over their stupid fandom. Um, just so I was always like, obviously, <sighs> Iris is going to end up with Barry, but. I just really Obviously. hated how they had that realization. Like she realizes she loves Barry's because she sees, and I talked about this in my reviews because she sees Barry and Iris on other Earths together. Did we talk about this? Okay, then I'm gonna skip it. So that's why I was crying about that. Um, what other DC? <laughs> I did not hate Kara and um, what's the guy? Monel. Yeah. I, I didn't know. hate him. Here's the thing about that guy. He looks like any other guy. Like he's there's totally cookie cutter. Cutter. Yeah, he's he in the Vampire Diaries recently, too. TV Guide recently did a poll. Like, who is your favorite Hollywood Chris? And somehow that guy won. What? Over Chris Evans. What? Over Chris Hemsworth. And Hemsworth. And I was just like, yes. And I'm like, just like, I okay, like well, that's fake. I feel news. like that's just a factual <laughs> reality that Hemsworth is the I hottest Chris. I could pick that guy out of a crowd, and you're telling me he that won. makes no sense. That poll was rigged. No. That's not acceptable. It, Need to rerun it. Like, okay, it's Hemsworth, guys, no. right? We're all agreed. Hemsworth. Have you seen him? Well, I I can understand why people would say Evans too. Well, yeah, I feel like it comes the, down. The guy has a listen. Big you come down. Here's base. how you do it. This is how you do it. All right. It comes down to Hemsworth or it comes down to Evans because Evans, like the pretty boy hot. Okay. Where yeah, Thor yeah. Hemsworth is more He's like hot, the hot. rugged, manly, chopping hot, wood hot. hotness. Have you right? watched Ragnarok yet? No. So like that's basically, no, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So like, that's really where you, so if so you're good. in a pretty boy so mood good. or that's more your style, Chris Evans, you're hot Chris. Yeah. If you're more into the rugged, like, hyper testosterone oh my god he oozes sex appeal then let's go with yeah. hemsworth it's really up to you personally i'm That's hemsworth a win -win but like shannon yeah. would like marry chris evans immediately if he oh, proposed in a so i totally respect yeah. that so would maddie i think oh, maddie's totally. a bigger yeah yeah so like, it's like you can't totally be good. upset about people picking chris evans it's no. like i mean just but Chris Wood over either of those guys? Or no, that is the wrong me? answer. And I say this as a person who watched <laughs> Vampire Diaries. I've seen everything Chris Wood is in. He's a good actor. I really enjoy him. But no, in no world is he hotter than freaking Thor and Captain America. It's not a thing. It's wrong. There were bots that got that freaking TV guy was hacked. It's hacked by like some I know. Vampire I hate, Diaries I fans. The, I hate the bot argument. But that's a bot. You can't bot. say that that's not a bot. <laughs> That's a fucking bot. That makes no sense. It's TV guy. I, like I looked at the comments and there were all these people like, it's what he deserves. No. Finally, y'all going to stay. All of like, you crazy Bonnie and Kai shippers from the Vampire Diaries. He was a serial killer who killed his pregnant sister. No. It's a no. <sighs> Sorry. People who watch the Vampire Diaries will understand that comment. I haven't gotten there yet uh, because you haven't caught up and lost yet. But yes. I'm telling you, Vampire Diaries just takes a nosedive after season four. So bad. 
but he was a really good villain yeah. like we had been starved for a decent villain for many seasons and then chris wood shows up and you're like he's delightful but then people wanted to like ship him with bonnie and i'm like no no no, no. don't do that not down it's like trying to ship freaking claire with like captain jack it's a serial killer no really upsetting well i was like what are you talking about i had to downshift to outlander in my brain it took me a minute i, I like, like trying to think of the worst villain i could think of with like when you a first car- said claire i was picturing lost and oh I was like, yeah captain jack no. i went to like torchwood and i was like wait no no wait i know malcolm merlin no wait what who are we talking i know i'm Outlander. sorry i was it, i should have been it. more clear blackjack, blackjack randall, randall. Blackjack. yes Calm blackjack with claire I, that's like the yeah. worst i can no, think of that's not it frank and claire we can understand yeah i like i'm still really mad at frank right now so i have a hard time with <laughs> oh i watched blind spot i'm a big um Kurt and Jane fan. That's the most procedural show I watch is Blind Spot, and it really needs to be over. They've cooked this bird. It needs to be done. Um, I just can't with the procedurals. I liked Daredevil a lot. I gave up after season one. I liked see. I like. I like Daredevil just as a comic book character. I like. Like I even liked the Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> I just like. I remember watching the Ben. Affleck I just like Daredevil because I, I think it's cool that he's a Catholic superhero and that pushes a lot of my buttons. Um, I'm trying to think what I'm else. Not the least bit surprised. I know you're like that. that does not surprise. Me. Oh, This Is Us. We're big. You and me are big This Is Us fans. I have not watched This Is Us since the Vietnam episode. Well, that's because things kind of unraveled a little bit. It's, it's, I'm having a weird season with This Is Us because like the characters are starting to piss me off. I just got bored. <sighs> yeah. I don't know if it's going to... It'll be interesting to see where this show... If this show goes seven when or eight I years. I get bored, I don't want to watch it It'll get a little boring. You know, that's just how I am with the show. Well, I they bored. started pulling the same shit with This Is Us that I... they used to do with ER. Like, ER, every promo is like, this will be the most exciting ER episode ever. You cannot miss. And what? The train the train is going to collapse into the hospital. or some ridiculousness. And they're like, ooh. And then you watch it, and nothing happens. Like, literally nothing. And that was kind of what this is us. This Stay tuned for the truth about Jack's Vietnam story or whatever. And then you show up, and it's like a Jack rides a motorcycle in between two camps there's there was a few more things going on but it you were not provided all the answers to jack's history in vietnam in that one episode which was some a plus level bullshit advertising it was it was, it was some really it was really some it was not okay i was, was really like, pissed no. Uh, I watched Parenthood. Did you watch Parenthood? I feel like you watched Parenthood. I loved Oh my God, Parenthood. I watched that on the treadmill. Oh my God. And I tell you what, it's super hard to go on the treadmill and cry at the same time. Joel and Julia. Joel and Julia. Joel and Julia. Binge Parenthood. Everybody listening, if you have not seen it, binge Parenthood. It's the shit. Joel and Julia are your shit. Yes. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks. Yes. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks yep. it's the older brother nope. and his wife. Nope. What were their Julia. names again? I don't Whatever. Really it's not. It's Joel not about them. Julia. Like they have the autistic son and the girl and the little girl. No, and the, it's matter. not about. They no. sell the show. It's about they them. It is not wise. It's no. Joe and no. Julia. No. 
Joe. To the end, it's Joe and Julia. We don't even care about. Don't care about anybody else. Raymond. Except I cared a little What's bit about. Um, no, you didn't. I did. I cared. No, I was really invested didn't. in the Ray Romano storyline. <laughs> no, Ray Romano storyline. I did. It I cared. Cool. It was no. Here's the thing. Here's how I felt. I liked it, and it was nice to fill the gaps while I was waiting for more Joel and Julia. Fair, but. You know, they interspersed our Joel and Julia. I had like something. Um, Cause no, it's uh, it's 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 Lorelai Gilmore, Ray Romano, and um, uh, the kid who is the son Mae of Whitman. Yeah. No. What? What's Mae Whitman? She was no. It's, she was Lorelai Gilmore's daughter. No. Yeah. Mae Whitman plays Lorelai Gilmore's daughter, but. The Lorelai Gilmore is in a love triangle with Ray Romano. And what's the other guy? He's the son of. Oh, he's 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 Detective Tiny Hand's brother. Yes. That's the guy. Why am I flaking on him? His father's a really famous person. He's dead. I can't remember his father's name. Anyways, that was the love triangle. That was the love triangle. John Ritter. John Ritter. Thank you. Ritter boy. Yes. Okay. Ray Romano versus Ritter boy. Detective Tiny Hand's brother. That's what you. That's how you pass the time in between yes. Joe and Julia's yes. scenes. But listen, they were awesome. They were the best. The Joe and Julia ah, situation broke my heart. Really gets fucking so messy good. in the later seasons, yes. and you don't know what's gonna happen, and it's really You're stressful. Scared. And I'm telling you, scared. just like gotta be scared <laughs> through it. And you just have to walk this journey with them. But it's the shit. It's the fucking shit. And Joe is my boy. <laughs> forever <laughs> i will watch and like he showed up on on that actor showed up on he could show up in anything and I'll he popped up on boy. the handmaid's tale and i'm like yeah it's my boy joe he the handmaid's tale did i miss i that? think i'm calling him joe joel sorry i don't know why i'm saying joe joel, joel. who was he he was the tale? guy he was the american from like the place where they're not. Oh, that's right. That's why I like him. And he him. was trying to get the yes, wife. The Canadian Yeah. Guy. Oh, it's Canada. Yeah. I knew. I knew. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like yeah, trying to yeah. get the wife to turn Canada. on her horrible Canada. husband. And I'm like, that's I am here I for him. her. I didn't even know that's why. Well, I she's got to hook up with him. I'm like, we got to get a sex scene between. They're so pretty. Yeah. I'm all for that. It's like, yeah, let's yeah, do. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. a huge one. You guys have to watch <laughs> Parenthood. I am so excited to remember Parenthood because it's the shit. And I tell you what, if you're a person who cries in This Is Us, Parenthood will eviscerate your soul. No, This Is Us is child's Nothing play. compared to Parenthood. You just go into it knowing that you are going to sob. you have John McClane's wife is the matriarch. Oh, it's Coach. Coach is the dad. dad. Zeke. Coach is the dad and John McClane's wife. Where were you on the whole Mae Whitman and her soldier boyfriend? Were you pro? You know, I didn't care. I cared a lot about that. I didn't care. I cared a lot about that. I didn't care. I I really liked them. Like, I kind of wanted them to be together, but if they weren't... I really, really wanted them to be together, but I realized, like, there were situations happening that I realized that maybe I did not get my way. Her brother, her brother, Lorelai's other Yeah, the son. He was annoying. I didn't like him. And he was in 13 Reasons Why. And I gotta be honest, um... More him. What's the (laughs) husband... The oldest husband is a little bit... Oh, Dax Shepard's on it. He's one of the brothers, and he's the shit. Yeah, he he's is. so good on it. I love Dak Shepard on that show. Like you have like a totally different Dak Shepard has it a whole other range y'all don't know about. If you just th- know him from just MTV, he's really good. Yeah, just watch it. MTV. Yeah, Dak Shepard was on MTV. I thought. I thought he did like was a he? punk show with oh. um, Aston I didn't Kutcher. Watch MTV. 
this is really hyper in my generation. Like we're talking class of yeah. 2000 right now. So, um, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. No, watch Parenthood. That's it. <gasps> and then the lost. Americans. That's a good one. No. Oh, Callie. And then Callie. No. No. Sense eight. What? Oh fuck, Sense eight. I love that show so much. It's really good, you guys. Oh my god. Okay, now listen. You guys, if you have kind of like, if you read Maddie, Super Silly Dorky's fanfics, and you love the whole like soulmate thing, mm. you need to you need watch, to watch Sense8. Sense8, yeah. Because it's like, it's like fanfic. It's like, literally, it's it's watching fanfic. Sense8 is fanfic. Mm-hmm. And it's glorious. And it's, it's, it's not just two people having a soulmate bond, although that is something that happens uh, it's so good like okay but when you but it's go ahead yeah when you start no, it's, sensei you it's very confusing oh it's so You're like i don't know what's you have going no idea on. what's going on for four episodes yep. you have to watch just for hang at least in there four episodes yeah watch through what's going on by four non-blondes and you'll get then it's okay yeah. then they explain shit and you're like oh i get what's going on and kala gang is the big ship over there kala gang i really like the cop and yeah, blue okay call again cal is more of yeah yeah that was good too call um i watched call. timeless timeless just wrapped their two-hour movie that's a good one it's a two-season binge um i'm still on sense eight over i know here, just, i know like you uh, have to think about God, it a little bit so if you're good. looking for like some really uh. just guilty it's not probably from a standard of good television and how we would judge it it's not a great show in that sense but also it's amazing is shadow hunters <laughs> like oh, like yeah it's my guilty oh, pleasure Jen. it's good no. i know i like it though i can't no. stop i don't know i'm so sad that it's oh. ending i love it <laughs> i said it was a guilty pleasure i'm not saying it's emmy award winning calm down it's very guilty it's very guilty like i it's like the dialogue sometimes I'm like really are we gonna do this but then also like there's there's so many good ships on that show Oh you got God. Malik. You've got. No, stop. <sighs> I just love them all. Okay. They're my babies. I got to it. interview them. Okay. It was the funnest ever. They're this. They're, That's why they're, all, like they're all sweethearts. <laughs> they're all delightful cupcakes. And they were just so happy to have employment. I respect that. They're like, we can't believe we're at SDCC. We have jobs. Well, you know what? They were that way with Arrow the first year. Too. Everyone's just fucking happy to be employed the first season. After, <laughs> after, the first, after the first two seasons, everybody becomes a dick and then is entitled. I hope that's Everyone, not true. Every show. No, it is okay, true. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still pretend that everybody on Shadowhunters is really, really, really sweet. Because right. it makes me happy. <laughs> I'm just telling you, the first two seasons are like, oh my god, I'm so glad that I have any time to be on TV at all. And by season four, five, six, they're like, kneel before me, peasants. <laughs> I have a large contract and I make much money. You, uh, yeah. Oh, Cal, that you watch Westworld. I don't, I Everybody that complains about the Arrowcast now versus the Arrowcast then, it's like, guys, it's because they got money we're in our seventh season. They don't care anymore. <laughs> they don't have to care anymore. Just... Relax. Yes, Westworld is good. Um, I like Westworld. I, I like. We also like Big Little Lies. You and I enjoyed that. Big Little Lies. That's is a, a good, good binge. Quick, easy, fast, fun. Yep. Whoa. No binge. spoilers because yes. I I don't want to ruin it for anybody. It's just it's very good. It's very. very I think good. that's it. No, you definitely don't want spoilers on that one. It's good. Were you ever into the whole Punisher? No. 
What's her name and Daredevil no. thing? No. Sometimes no. I'm into that. No. Frank, Not Frank, Karen, and Matt. Not even. But like, a I feel bit. like it doesn't matter anymore because it's like Daredevil's okay. canceled. So. <laughs> Apologies to everybody who does care who loves. I've heard that John Barenthal is just a lovable he is wonderful. of a dude. He's a total cupcake. And I'm sure that's that's very true. But I just Not that I don't like, think the guy I'd, who played I Matt had is already not. divorced from I know you let it go. From from what do you call it? Um, yeah. Daredevil by the point that came out, so I was like, nope, done. Yeah. If you're wondering what ships Cal has on the vampire diaries, she has no ships. No ships. I ship myself with not watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's not so that bad. It was good it season one through three. And now you're on four it's and it's not good in four. You kind of liked it in two. Yeah, you did. You won't admit to it now, but you did. No, I did. I'm gonna make. We're gonna do a Vampire Diaries post once we're through. We'll do a oh. we'll do a Lost in a Vampire Diaries no. podcast, and it'll just be no. Callie screaming, "No more, no more! Stake them all! Kill it, kill it with fire!" Listen, you can't be mean about my Stefan. That's not nice. Stefan's That's my baby. Fine. I okay. don't care, but everybody else is just trash. Yes, trash. See, you're watching it right. It's good. You got it. Everyone sucks except Stefan. Oh, and Caroline. Julie Pleck is trash. Caroline's great, but like also like Caroline and Stefan are yeah. Everyone can suck. Everybody, Julie Pleck especially, Mm -hmm. trash. Pretty much. But see, like now you know like how much self hatred I had because I sat and watched that show and I did not know what good things were. Why didn't you love yourself? I didn't love myself. It's what I wonder. I just like, why? Like, Cal right? can see. Like, now you that she... better than this. Now that she sees, like, what episodes of the Vampire Diaries I was watching while simultaneously watching Arrow, you can see... <laughs> see why I ran to Arrow <laughs> for safety why and love. Why would you do this? Because... Why would you do I this? I don't know. I just really care about Stefan a whole lot. And like I still get so mad about the ending. Ain't it's nobody so stu- worth that. I know, baby but like girl. it's like so stupid the ending too. It's no, like nobody had to freaking whatever. So Fuck you, Pleck. <laughs> I'm not kidding you guys. I got there was an intervention on Twitter because I was like, oh maybe I'll watch Legacies, and everyone was like, no, no don't, don't do, do it. it. And don't I didn't. It. I think I, we talked about this before. I'm like gotten to the point where I think I'm kind of evolving past teenage shows because I mostly just want them to do homework. I'm going to throw a parade. I know. I'm like, I think I might be done. I think I might be done. I think I finally hit. (laughs) I think I finally hit like mass saturation point where it's just like, I just like, I feel like their mother. Love yourself. I know. I kind of like, I think like Riverdale. I can't do Riverdale. No. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know. I know that Riverdale is the heart song of whatever. Are we on millennials still right now? I don't know. But know. no. It's terrible. Don't Don't give a fuck about, I I don't even care who Betty ends up with. I'm sure you know the jughead guy is swell i you know she ends up with archie mm. that's fine too whatever i don't care i tried i actually watched the first season and i was like because i was oh my god i know i know it was the worst pilot i have ever seen in my life i was we watched it at stcc 
with the jaw girl is just about right and we were laughing our asses off through it and i got real bored you're not supposed to be laughing no it was not supposed to be funny it was just every kind of contrived trope that you've seen in all the other teeny bop romances all merged into one and they threw it all in there it was really hilarious um well and it was funny because they were taking themselves so seriously we're like is this here's another thing now you're talking about ridiculous yeah legends of tomorrow yeah but that's different like okay they they're <laughs> cheeky about it on legends now you need a show to what binge you should binge legends of tomorrow because let me tell you what if you watch season one and you're like this is how stupid these hawk people are dumb just keep going i get it just keep going just watch season two and season they go three in another four, direction that you're not expecting fine. in season one and it, it really works but and i it, yes it was, i did watch riverdale so and good. i I watched one season of it, and I was like, nope, I'm out. It's just not for me. I'm glad everybody loves it. It's going to do just fine without me. Not worried about it. <laughs> I'm going to choose to love myself I can't and not do watch it. this I can't, like, dribble anymore. No, I was really one of those situations where I'm watching this pilot, and I'm like, oh, my God. these The dads are all, like, the guys that I, like, lusted after. Like, one of the dads is Luke Perry. Fucking Luke Perry. I'm like, oh, my God, Dylan was everything. And then the other guy is um, the bad guy from Scream. He was super hot. Really? Yeah. I can't remember. Really? Yeah. Matthew Lillard? No, it's the other one. It's the Nev S- Campbell. Skeet, Skeet Ulrich. Ulrich. Yes. Oh. The one who beat up what's his name and as good as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Yes, yes, yes. So, I like, I'm, like, really attracted to all the... What's I decided I'm really attracted to all the dads. This probably means I'm probably too old to be watching this show. So, I, I tapped out. That's a definite indication. Skeet has aged nicely. Things look Fine good. Wine. Dylan is more like a weathered soul. Looks Dylan looks a little bit more like he's been on a... He's been left out in the sun a little bit. No, it's not even that. It's like, he looks like a fisherman. Like what I would imagine a fisherman. Okay. Fisherman meets carpenter kind of deal. That might actually be his career on the show. He might be a fisherman. I can't remember anymore. Left out in the sun too long. Pretty much. That's fair. (laughs) Oh, obviously, if you've never watched 90210, you may binge seasons one through four, and then once Brenda leaves, you can be done. (sighs) Uh, Don't. We're don't th- be harsh. Don't be harsh about my 90210. I'm going to. You I'm shush tired. it. You shush it now. I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, okay, I think that's it. I think that's all my shows. This is going to be like an eight this. hour podcast. People are not going to listen is. to us. Two hours and 19 minutes. Oh my God. Okay, well, if you need reprieve from crazy off. family members or just are tired of making cookies, just come listen, just come to, listen us. to us and we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be oh I did I used to be a Grey's Anatomy fan I used to I had all kinds of ships on there oh no I know I watched like the first couple seasons I really loved that I show and then out. they killed McDreamy and I was like yeah I'm done because that's what that's Shauna's solution to everything she kills so everyone far behind before that's that. the only writing solution Shauna can come up with on that show we're gonna just kill everybody so terrible solution I don't I know Dempsey pissed her off I know he did something skeezy or whatever I understand that I'm not watching the show because I like Patrick Dempsey. I like the character of McDreamy. I mean. <sighs> like, that's always my thing. If that's I, like me in a lot of these shows. But see, like, that's my thing. Like, <laughs> if I stopped watching a television show because, because of a problematic was, actor, 
I would never watch anything on TV. I'm sorry, you guys. That's not. just, they're all problematic watching, in some way. I would not way. be watching anything. I would not be watching. No, there would be nothing to watch. Arrow. I would not be watching Legends. Nope. I would not be watching nope. Sons of Anarchy. I would not be I'm watching. I'm not looking <laughs> to these people for my morality. Thanks. I'm Dude. covered. So I can, that's my thing. I can watch the damn show and whatever yeah. mess they are. Yeah. Have at it. All right. Well, we wish everyone a very Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah yes. or Kwanzaa. Watch lots of TV shows. Oh, what other holidays am I missing? Any other Christmas holidays come, that I've missed? No. Come tell us what shows you decided to watch. Yeah. Let us know if you're binging. You also, binge it. lost with me because I'm binging it and I should have binge company. Lost. Always binge I'm on, lost. I'm in the middle of season three. I'm almost done with season three. Season the end of season three is going to bake your noodle. I know I'm excited. I'm really excited about so what's good. happening right it's now. So good. I just really it's so good. Which episode are you on? I think I'm on. I just got done where the chick fell from the sky, and Desmond had to do it's surgery with this. Now. Yeah, the, and then the, the stick was in her, and then the guy that we thought was dead. With the eye patch, but the, he, he's not the dead. Eye patch, dude. Yep, he's not dead. Skeevy eye patch, and dude. Um, no, and not. then Jin, son, son just found found out that it's Jin's baby, but she's gonna die. Yeah, I'm really stressed about that. Mm. Juliet is working for Skeevy. What's his name? Still, sort of. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that either. So here's my thing. I was like, oh, what do you think about last? What are your theories? I have no theories. I figure things out maybe like occasionally a half second before Les tells me what's going Honestly, on. Honestly, when I was watching I don't. it live, I never figured anything out and I just went Yeah, I was like, I figured out like one or two things a microsecond before yeah. it happened and I was like, woohoo, I'm super smart, but everything else I'm just, mm, okay, I don't know what's happening. Nick will like come in I'll and he'll interested. ask me questions. I'm like, you can't ask me questions about this show because it's like. When you watch the finale for season three, I want to talk to you after you're done. And see what you thought while you were watching it. Okay. I can do that for you. Because that is a big episode. Okay. Stephen Amell has mentioned that episode on more than one occasion. It's Man, that. I don't want to have to tell him he's right about something. That is annoying. <laughs> it's like giving a mouse a cookie. I want a fucking glass of milk. Don't give that man cookies, Kelly. Just shoot him down. Just tell him no. Go watch it. <laughs> Go watch it. It's good. Okay. okay, I'll finish it. I'm excited. I know I was supposed to be doing write-ups on Lost, and I forgot to do season two, but I'll do three, and then I'll try to remember what I thought of season two. Yeah. Okay, right. so I guess we're done. Merry Christmas, everybody. We will be talking soon. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. No, we'll be back before New Year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.